Jojo, you look so bored, man. Why are you looking? Oh, you didn't do the Instagram. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> We're back at it again. Real fans podcast. Another week in the books. We have a special guest in the house, but I'm gonna say what's up to my man Julian over here. Julian, say what's up. What's up, people? What's up, people? I guess for me, I'm the. Oh, you're the top logo. You. Oh, I don't I'm know. On top of you. He's somewhere over here. I mean, listen. I wouldn't say special guest, but we do have a guest <laughs> who goes by the name of Trey. He's here in the building. Happy to be here with the exception of having to look at JoJo's face for like another hour and a half or however long. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't told him to shave that stupid beard of his. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> most of his face. Can I can I say one thing? So like once we all logged on before we started going on air, so Julie so JoJo saw that Julian was wearing a red sock shirt and he's so petty that he co- he literally <laughs> got out of the seat. Went to the bathroom, changed his clothes because he's that petty. I just, <laughs> that actually yeah. happened. We're definitely going to wow. address the elephant in the room of what the hell Julian's wearing right now with this disrespect. But, you know, I don't want to distract everybody from the episode. We're, we're going to get into that. I, I don't know what he has, where he found that. Maybe the nearest, uh, you know, dumpster around his neighborhood. But, you know, we can continue with, with, with Trey's intro going on here. So, Trey, tell us about yourself, where you're from. You know, if you like sports, you know, this is a sports podcast. So, you know, I'm pretty sure you you know a decent amount of stuff here. But uh, tell us, tell the world, tell the world. Yeah, no, thank you for having me all. Um, I was born in New York. I know JoJo through uh, my cousin, their best friends. We became friends in the process when, when we met. Or, I mean, I guess, I guess frenemies because I don't really like them that much. Um, I moved to South Florida when I was like 10 years old. I love uh, the Miami Heat. Uh, I didn't have a lot of friends when I first moved down here. So, like, the only thing that I would do was watch Dwayne Wade on TV because that's the year he got drafted. So he was, like, this young cat uh, from Marquette. And he was literally everybody's idol down here in South Florida. Um, when it comes to football, I, I had already started watching football. So, unfortunately, I'm a Jets fan. Uh, uh, but, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, thankfully, they're doing a little bit better this year. They had two bad weeks. But uh, I think that there are these some wild card. What's going on right now? I mean, they're they're in the hunt. I mean, they're they're, they're being competitive right now. Okay, yeah. I'm a Yankees fan as well, so I'm gonna have to take JoJo's. I don't like taking JoJo's side, but I'm gonna have to take his side on this one. I am a Yankees <laughs> fan, um, and I like soccer too. I like Premier League soccer. Uh, I just I love Champions League. I I love just competitiveness, and I I love seeing the best of the best go at it. That's pretty much where I'm at with sports. Oh, and also I went to the University of Florida, so I'm a Gator fan as well. Ooh. Yo, I want somebody time, to talk some us, soccer. You got to give us the Gator chomp for the one time. No. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. You know what it is. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into this week. Obviously, we're going to talk about the biggest news in sports, and obviously NFL happens every week. Every week we're tuning in. Uh, this past weekend, uh, lots of things happening in the NFL. Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, let's talk about Julian's favorite quarterback that he likes no, to talk about. Ga- Gabe's no, no, favorite no, no. player. Gabe's favorite player. He's always <laughs> talking about this guy. He's got his jersey. He doesn't want to show it. He, he swears. Yeah, honestly. Yo, have you been ashamed lately, uh, Gabe? I'm surprised. I haven't, I haven't seen a jersey in a while. How dare you embarrass me in front of <laughs> company? 
So they try to claim that I'm a big Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield fan. I'm He's not got Baker a Mayfield. Dolphins Baker Mayfield jersey. Got, <laughs> I've seen it. Custom made. Custom made. Custom made. It's the real. jersey you have a Baker Mayfield? Oh, my God. Yeah, this it's a so Dolphins one. It's a <laughs> disrespect. Baker Mayfield jersey. Hey, I'm wearing okay. a Miami shirt. Okay, guys, don't disrespect me. Anyways, let's talk about Baker Mayfield over the weekend. Obviously, he got signed uh, on the offseason. He got signed to Carolina. I mean, it was, it was a big country. He was with the Browns. And then he thought he was going to get traded, and Browns are like, oh, no, 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 don't, don't go anywhere. Don't say anything. Then eventually he gets traded to Carolina. He got cut. No, so not uh, traded. Not traded. Yeah. He got cut uh, and picked oh, up. He did, oh, he got cut and picked up. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm misremembering uh, history right now. But obviously he goes to Carolina. He gets a couple starts um, and loses his job. And over the past weekend, he got released from uh, the Carolina Panthers. So, Julian, I'll go to you. Uh, how, how do you feel like – did did Baker 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 Mayfield get a, a fair a fair cut a fair chance to to play? Do you, do you think that uh, he's still able to play in, in the NFL? Dude, this guy is a cockroach. He just doesn't die. He, just, he doesn't die. Yeah. He just keeps on getting jobs. I don't know how. Obviously, like a very tragic accident happened to Matthew Stafford that could end his career possibly with looks like a spinal cord contusion. So yeah. Who knows wow. what's going to end up happening with that? Um, that was part of the reason reasoning for it. The Rams still seems like they're trying to trying to make a run, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, I mean Baker Mayfield's done, man. He, he's, he's done. He's got he's gotten too many chances. He wanted he he had all the the best team in Cleveland. He went to Carolina. That was going to be a shit show. I could have told you that the writing was on the wall there. Now he's going to go to Los Angeles with a team that's already struggling, suffering from tons of injuries. And and with this upcoming quarterback draft class, no, I mean, he's done. He's a backup. He's, he's a bridge guy. But even then, like, it's not going to happen. Gabe, I know, like, I mean, do you think he can rattle off something over there? Man, I don't – I don't. I think he's – I think he's cooked. I think as far as Baker Mayfield, like, you know – this was one of the things that when, you know, he got released and he got picked up again, I was like, this is like maybe a chance for him to rest. Cause the biggest thing with him is like, he's always playing through injuries. Right. And he's like one of these yeah. guys that he's not going to talk about it. You know, he has a shoulder, he has a knee, whatever. He's not going to talk about his injuries. He's just going to get out there and tough it out and kind of, you know, in a way you will kind of want that out of quarterback, right? You want somebody who's just going to, you know, stay quiet and just be about business, be professional and just go out there regardless of what's going on with the body. So, and, uh, you know, we're kind of seeing, like, the back end of it, right? Because now he did all that stuff, and, and he wasn't able to produce and be productive. So um, it's kind of tough. I, I would, you know, Baker Mayfield definitely had high hopes coming into the season um, uh, as far as his career. High hopes? I, I mean, who's in his career, he got, drafted, he got drafted high. I mean, not for Carolina. I'm, I'm not, See, I'm he was Carolina. supposed to be the savior again, once again, yeah. and, and couldn't pull through. So, Man, you want to talk about a shit show organization as the Carolina Panthers. What the yeah. fuck are they going to do? They got rid of... They got rid of the coach mid-season, like rightfully so. Offensive they got rid of Christian was... McCaffrey. They got rid of Robbie Anderson. I mean, I think they're, they, you need, know, they, they need to. They need a clean house. They need to like big yeah, time. Like, Once you get Matt Rule is one of the worst hires I've ever seen. No, Matt Rule is one of the worst hires they could have ever done. Like that just proves once again you cannot hire a college coach who's done nothing and bring him to the NFL. It just doesn't work like that. It's a completely different ball game. Oh yeah, and we started dude, in Jacksonville for sure. We, yeah, we, we bro, the that. dude we came from that, Baylor. Like, I granted he turned that program around, but like, very few guys have been able to like translate that. And the ones that have, they have NFL experience. 
And like I, I knew from the jump that Matt Rule was not. Gonna... So Trey, what do you want to say for it now? Yeah, what I wanted to say was that um, I made a bet the year that um, Baker May- Mayfield was drafted, Sam Darnold. There was like that whole, oh, where are both of these two players going to go? Is it going to be the Browns or Jets? So I made a bet with a buddy that uh, whoever won that game between the Browns and the Jets would have to get the other person, the jersey of the player of, of one of those two players. And I obviously lost the bet, so I had to get him a Baker Mayfield Cleveland Browns jersey. No shot that you own one of those. Yo, I never, I never knew this about this guy. Yo, no wonder why we never picked you up on this episode. Damn, That's we got crazy. two, we got two hosts with Baker Mayfield. Don't disrespect We doubled up here on this show. That's don't disrespect so, Talk listen, about a was, terrible draft class. That was a very and Sam Darnold, Mitch, oh Mitchell Trubisky. Like is this Baker like, Mayfield? What's going on with Sam Darnold? Like, I mean, that was – he didn't live up to the hype either. Um, no. Just very, very disappointing. Uh, and you Jets really know how to pick them. Yeah. Geno <laughs> Smith, man. Yeah, Geno Smith, <laughs> Sam Darnold, now Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Um, Mark Sanchez? Yeah. Ah, damn. Um. But, yeah, I think that uh, – oh, no, and what about, like, the Heisman Trophy winners the past, what, 15 years? We got, what, uh, Johnny Football, um, Winston. Marcus Mariota. Winston. I mean, Mark Jackson. Yeah, Winston, yeah. Um, even Tim Tebow, like, all these players that were supposed to be, like, these saviors and then they come into the league. Oh, what about RG3? I mean, I know he had his injuries and stuff, yeah. but – just this just been a lot of plays where you're just like, what the hell happened? Like these guys were amazing in college, and then they come into the league, and it's like, where are they now, right? Yeah. Well, he had and, Lamar Jackson. He had and oh no, Andrew Luck didn't win it. I actually no. I, now that we're talking about somebody mentioned Jameis Winston, I have a Jameis Winston anecdote as well. One time I was up in New York at a family gathering, and one of my cousins whipped out the crab legs, so. I uh, took a video for Instagram and I tagged James Winston and I was like, James Winston, where you at, bro? And can you believe he actually reached back out to me? He wrote back to me. He was like, damn, uh, you need some seasoning on those craglets. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool too. Frame it up. Put that tweet in the put that, I, I uh, love that. that. <laughs> you know, he could have taken it as like disrespect, but he, that just goes to show that he has a great sense of humor. Yeah. So, yeah. so kudos to James Winston. And uh, I mean, I should hate him more than anybody because he won that uh, that Heisman Trophy with um, with Florida State. Yeah. But um, I, you know, I appreciate people that that just have good senses of humor and can laugh at themselves sometimes. Yeah, I think it's tough coming out of college, right? Because for me, I'm a kind of a wait and see guy, right? Because yeah. you have all these college players that you know. I'm like, wait, wait until you know they're they're facing like the top defenders or you know yeah, top you know, line, like you did with Tua, top linebackers, like, like you did with yeah. Tua, you know. Yeah, wait and yeah. see, you know. I was like, you waited, you know, waited. I had, I had some, some. I'm some... still waiting. I'm still waiting. We'll talk about. I want to see later. when he doesn't have like the fucking god squad around. <laughs> okay, let's not. Hey, listen. If you had to, if I had to pick, because I can see, I can see a Russell Wilson 2.0 happening, like in the next like couple few years. Damn, I, I don't know, Damn. man. Because you know, T Law, T Law, you know, Trevor Lawrence ain't doing that well in Jackson. Well, we still what are you talking about. He's been balling. What are you talking about? I mean, uh, he's, not a, he's not. A, he's not an MVP conversation. It's not like my son Tua. Okay, I love. I love Tua's not an MVP. <laughs> 
Anyways, he should let, not let, be in the MVP conversation. Uh, as far as Baker Mayfield, I mean, you know, I, I think they'll give him a chance. Obviously, it's devastating to, you know, or whatever. They have a contusion. Uh, Stafford has a, a spine contusion or whatever. Um, they're saying, uh, reading reports, that he's probably eligible. I think they play this Thursday. They play the Raiders. They're saying that he's eligible to play. I don't know if he's going to get the start. Obviously, it's kind of tough getting fired one week and then coming the next week. Unless yeah. the playbooks are the same or, I mean, the language is the same, I, I highly doubt that, you know, it probably takes like probably a week not. or two to get to speed, especially this late in the season. Like, I, I don't expect him to start. Maybe, you know, in an emergency, maybe. But um, Let's say play simple plays, simple reads. I mean – Man, talk about a fall from grace. Rams are three and nine. Yo, that's what I, that's what I want to talk about too. Like the Rams for for being a Super Bowl champion, like you kind of expect, like oh, you know, obviously they went all in last year. They, they, had, they didn't they lose huge, anybody either. Yeah, nope. they, I mean, the, the Von Miller didn't they lose Von Miller? They lost Von Miller. Yeah, to the but Bucks, he was Buffalo. gone half. He he joined halfway through the season. They were already on. OBJ came in late and got hurt. Obviously, and OBJ. Well, OBJ. I don't know. I don't know if oh, we're gonna no, talk about OBJ. Stacked last year. When you lose two players, you lose OBJ and you lose Von Miller. Like that. Yeah, but they the were contenders game. before they came. They came halfway through the season. Yeah, you they can be contenders, true. but to win those playoff games, those key wins, you need those key players yeah. doing their jobs. You know what I mean? I think Von they would have been fine over. without OBJ. I mean, OBJ. Right, I mean, help, we, we know how you feel about OBJ, but Von Miller himself, like, come on, like, you see what he's done. Yeah, like, I mean, that's a big. Speaking yeah. of Von, he tore his ACL. Yeah. yeah so, so I mean, LA has been having a rough. Uh, both LA teams. I mean, we've talked about the Rams. Obviously, Baker Mayfield possibly, you know, playing probably a backup. But um, man, the Rams this year for going all in last year, Super Bowl champions. You think they return? And it's been fucking zero. They're, they fucking sold their souls, and you know what I mean. So unproductive. Uh, even they, added Allen Robinson in that wide receiver room, which yeah. could easily be a number one wide receiver in any other team. Like, that's just – I don't know what happened there. Like, I really – like, even before the injuries, obviously Cooper Cup's gone. Matthew Safford might be gone for the rest of his life. So, I mean, hmm. I, I don't know what's going – like, I really don't. Like, it's a big mystery to me because I want to say a lot of those guys in the defense are still intact. No. So, you know – Tough road to hold. I, I I do like Baker Mayfield. Like I said, it's kind of you know injuries catch up to you, right? So it's tough. I'm not a I'm not I'm not a Baker Mayfield stand, Trey. Okay, I promise you. They try to put that label on me. I don't do not put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Um, but you know, I kind of like him. You know, but you know, luckily we don't have to see those commercials. You love anymore. him. Just say we, it. We have to see any more. You <laughs> love he's in him. Market. He's in L.A. I think that was strategic because you know he loves his commercials. So I think he's in oh, the right man. market now. You might see a lot more Baker Mayfield commercials than touchdowns. No one's, no one's doing commercials for backup quarterbacks. Like no. <laughs> he's Baker, though. There's only that's, one Baker Mayfield. That's a horrible statistic to have, though. Like, imagine more commercials than touchdowns. It's like, what are you even doing in the league? Yeah, I mean, it, I feel like they're they're kind of boost. The NFL is trying to boost him up, and they're trying to just put yeah, him in the face. Been, I'm like, yeah, they're like, giving him like chill. the Tebow treatment. Like they want him yeah. to be amazing so yeah. bad. Yeah, right. Like, but it's just not. It's not working. I no. There was there was nothing like I've ever seen that Tebow. That whole Tebow era. Was oh my insane. god, was crazy. Yeah, like and even it's like talk about beating a dead horse. And these are stand up guys, you know. Like Tim Tebow just seems like the nicest guy in the world. But I mean, come on! Like after a certain point, it's like okay, it's just not gonna happen. You, you know, think like you heard it a lot. I grew up in Jacksonville. Oh my like, god, you hear that shit not- every fucking day. Like you uh, heard that every day. I was the only non-believer in Tebow. I'm like, are y'all fucking delusional? I get that he grew up down the house, down the yeah. street from where I used to live. Oh wow! But I'm like, shit! Like, come on, man! Like, the dude's not good. He doesn't have it. Like, I, because Jacksonville's filled with Gator fans. Like, and oh, then yeah. like. And he grew up on the same neighborhood that I did. So it's like, 
I get it. Like he's the hometown kid, but I'm like, bro, the guys. That's where they do Florida Georgia every year. Yeah. Yeah. The neutral field, but not really neutral. That's not neutral. (laughs) I mean, they split the they split the stadium in half. Like, yeah, you you have to uh, red on this side, blue. But Georgia people, when they come into town, they're they're in Florida, so. Speaking of Florida, let's talk about another Florida team over the past weekend. Obviously, my Miami Dolphins, you know, South Florida team, I wear my Miami shirt. They traveled uh, going to uh, San Francisco. Uh, oh, you know, we talked, we kind of about, talked about the Dolphins a little bit. Uh, you know, they had a tough probably month, first month, first four or five games, pretty tough. Uh, they pulled it out. They put out some crazy wins over Baltimore, over their, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Then they had easy schedule, and now we're getting to the tough schedule. And, you know, going into San Francisco, the Dolphins – Obviously, he's facing a buzzsaw because, you know, San Francisco makes that big trade, JoJo, for, for Christian McCaffrey. I know you yeah. have him on your, fantasy, on your fantasy team. He's giving you points. Um, so uh, kind of a tough road to hoe. I'll go to you, JoJo. Like, uh, how do you feel like the Dolphins were fair in this game? Like, did you – do you think the Dolphins, you know, at this point in the season going into San Francisco, who seems to be, like, going on all fours, like, they, they seem to be revving up to the playoffs where they're playing well? Uh, well enough yeah. like i mean so i mean we already knew that this is gonna be a challenging game for them we were talking about it last week and you know i just want to call out julian real quick um there's a turnaround in san francisco my friend listen they can put up points i'm telling you they i know they are known for their we'll defense, see we'll see I, now i mean we'll we'll get to we'll let's we'll talk about let's we'll talk about gabe's dolphin side and then we got we got we can discuss the other side of the ball the team yeah, actually all right, all right, that's fair. That's fair. All right, so starting with the Dolphins, I guess, right? I mean, we, we knew they had the potential. You got a star quarterback. You got your two major receivers. And, unfortunately, they just wasn't letting it fly for whatever reason with the points. But that could be in a result to San Francisco's defense. Um, as we knew, it was going to be a challenge regardless. But, you know, we're talking, again, last episode, we thought it would be a closer game because apparently you guys think San Francisco can't score when they have Debo, uh, they have – Kittle, you know, they have McCaffrey, like they have a big Ayuk. three that can score. Like, you know what I mean? Like they had a Uke. I had him on fantasy last season. Um, they have playmakers, right? Now, yeah, we didn't really trust Jimmy G like that, but he was getting the job done. Unfortunately, he went out with an injury. Uh, so now we have third string quarterback come in and that's gonna take over. So again, regarding back to the Dolphins, man, they had to hit San Francisco defense that now turned into a high-powered offensive team. So I don't think it's over for the Dolphins. I think San Francisco is actually just that good this year. Yeah. Well, it, before before we give the flowers to San Francisco putting up the points, okay. let's be real. This is a Dolphins defense that has been allowing points in yards. I know the slander is coming. And right. Let me let me rattle off some of the amount of points. <laughs> Here's been... a slander. There we go. <laughs> Here's a disrespect. <laughs> Hold up. They allowed 38 to the Ravens. They allowed 40 to the Jets, 27 to the Bengals, 19 to the Bills, 24 to the Vikings, 32 to the Bears, 27 to the Lions. 32 like, to the Bears? Oh, I thought the bro, Yeah, see, see, now now is your mind <laughs> changing? Like I mean, and then that, that, and some of those games that they won, like that Bills win, the Bills had 400 yards of offense. That was a comeback game. And Josh, and Josh, and the Bills, the Bills choked that game. The the Dolphins' offense has been keeping them, keeping them in games. That defense is doing them. I mean, that's what worries me. Long, that's what worries me on this playoff run, is if they can stop the bleeding. 
Yeah, I mean, hasn't shown that they can. Huge yeah. injuries, obviously. I mean, I think Emmanuel Ogba went out a couple of weeks ago. I think he had a torn shoulder. He's out for the season. That's a you know a huge guy who contributed a whole bunch last year, in the last couple of years. Um, Brian Jones has been in and out with injuries. Uh, he's back now playing, but he was out early off in the season. So their main kind of big star players have obviously been out. And, you know, defense is a problem. Uh, defensively, it is a problem to allow so much. I, I think they're, you know, getting that trade that they got Chubb from Denver, JoJo, your Broncos, uh, was huge for them because uh, uh, they needed they needed help defensively. So And Chubb, right. Chubb has been playing pretty well um, uh, for them, he, you know, as far as putting pressure. So um, as far as going, like I said, as far as going in San Francisco, I kind of expect it to be a tough game. Obviously, going on the road, you're going to the West Coast. You have to you have that, you know, jet lag, whatever. Um, I kind of expect it to be tough, but you know, San Francisco is a playoff team. Like, like, you know, San Francisco, especially now, like I said, they're some of the best teams I've seen to go, you know, it's not how you start the season. It's kind of how you rev it up. Right. That yep. one year that the, the, the one year that the giants won, uh, you know, when they beat the Patriots, like they just started getting hot at the end. And once I got in the playoffs, they were just hot, you know, not, not that, you know, the, the early on in the season, they were like, Oh, mediocre, whatever. But you know, they started cutting, uh, getting catching fire. Uh, yeah, catching fire, you know, at the right time. And I think that's what San Francisco is doing right now, you know, at this point in the season. Uh, we're, you know, halfway through. We're almost, you know, a, co- uh, a couple more weeks, six, what, five, six more weeks. Yeah. I mean, they're uh, eight and four right now. They're in the yeah. battle with the Seahawks for the division. Yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly. I, I would have expected, uh, you know, uh, is L.A. in the division? That's, that's right, the NFC. Yes. Yeah. yeah, L.A.'s yeah. in the division. I would expect L.A. To and the out. Cardinals. Yeah. We, just, we just talked about how L.A. has been so disappointing. Um, so, so I'm the Cardinals, so, you know. Yeah. I, I do want to talk about the other side of the ball. We'll kind of switch topics, but still the same game. Jimmy G out for the season with yeah. a broken foot. Yeah, obviously he Dang. went down so, early. Ha- so the Jimmy yeah, G went curse. down went, went down early. San Francisco still wins, but Mr. Irrelevant comes into the game. Final pick of, I forgot what, 2017 draft. He was the yeah. last person called. Came in and, Throw the fun fact, he is the first Mr. Irrelevant to complete a pass in the NFL. Wow. 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 There you go. Thank you, Kyle Shanahan, for your vision. He's the first, and Taking. he's going to be the first Mr. Irrelevant to start a game. Yeah. Uh, so, in the NFL. So, pretty pretty crazy, uh, weird uh, stat. But Yeah. I think they put in, I, I don't know the kid's first name. Uh, Purdy, I think, is his, is his last yes, it's name. Yes, a, it's a. Purdy. It's a, um, and as soon as he came in, uh, a it's kind of devastating. Brock, for, Brock Purdy, yeah. Brock Purdy. There you go. That's his name. He, uh, threw, he, yo, he went yo. twenty-five for thirty-seven, two hundred and ten yards and two TDs. He yeah. balled out. And you know what's crazy about the San Francisco team? One, he has all the weapons in the world. Two, if he's scared to throw the ball, they're already a run-dominant team anyway. So he could just yeah. do handoffs all day if he really wanted to. But the defense will always keep you in games. Yeah. Julian, I, I want to go to you because, like, you, you think that. Like obviously, obviously, Purdy comes in and he has a fantastic game. When he first came in, I, I mean, me as a Dolphin, I'm like, oh, I'm not worried about this guy. This guy, some no name I never heard of, Mister oh, Irrelevant. This, <laughs> this guy, uh, you know, what I mean, it's going to be easy cake. But obviously, uh, they pull out the win. But Julian, do you think th- that him coming in and playing well and being efficient? Do you think is that more of like we're praising him for you know actually having a good decent game against all right team? You know, maybe you want to say bad defense. Okay, uh, I, I'll you know there's arguments for that. <laughs> But is that an indictment? Is, is that an indictment of like? Do you think that's an indictment of Jimmy G? Obviously, he goes down with an injury, which is devastating. I think the first drive, one of the first plays, is that an indictment of Jimmy G? Like, oh, we can just plug in anybody, and they can just run the same offense. 
and and yeah, still be effective. Jimmy G's a bum, dude. Like he's a fucking he's a bum. Like the dude averages like under a hundred yards in the playoffs all the time. Like if he could take them to the NFC Championship and even a Super Bowl, like if Jimmy G can do it, I'm sure he can. He put up probably better sets than Jimmy G's done all year. Obviously, I don't, I can't, I don't know that for sure. But how many times have you seen Jimmy G throw two touchdown passes and pass, pass for over 200 yards, 25 completions? Right. Like, yeah, sounds almost unheard of. <laughs> obviously, sometimes things just catch fire. Like, you know, when backup comes in, like we saw with Mike White and the Jets, like sometimes, like we'll see, or we saw with Cooper Rush when he first hopped in for the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what it ends up being like throughout the end of the season and into the playoffs because they're most likely going to make it because the NFC sucks. So if they don't win the division, they're probably going to get in as a wild card. Um, no. I mean, look, he has the support of his teammates. Like you said, he has a defense that will always keep him in games. He's got a – if he's healthy, he's got a star running back. And then you got Brandon Ayuk on one side and Debo Samuel on the other. So, like – and you have Kyle Shanahan, which is probably one of the best play callers in the game, probably in our generation. So, like, I think he'll be fine. And he has that confidence. He has that swag about him where he can, like, he could probably he could probably make things happen. I mean, yeah. look, if he can keep on doing what he's doing, he's already playing better than what Trey Lance did and what Jimmy G is doing. So, and I think the best thing you can do for him is not ask for much. Obviously, like Gabe was saying, the Dolphins' defense sucks, so we can't like take that too much into consideration. So I want to see next year's the rest of their schedule is. Yeah, so you got the Bucks, you got the Bucks, yeah. Seahawks, Commanders, Raiders, Cardinals. So not the toughest of teams. No. Um, yeah. the toughest, definitely... the toughest team in there is the Seahawks, but and you never know what and Bucks. That, and that's saying a lot. If the toughest team you're facing in the next five weeks, the Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks are better play. than the Buccaneers. I mean, yeah, they play yeah, the Bucks next. Schedule, yeah. Obviously, a divisional rivalry. Um, I, I think they could pull out like three, maybe four wins. Uh, you know, the, the rest of the schedule, the rest of the way. So, who's um, been the most? Who's been the most exciting division this season? Would you say it's the AFC East, perhaps? The AFC East. Yeah. By it's not even close. Oh, AFC. Actually, both East. NFC oh, yeah, East. And NFC, AFC East. East. I was gonna say. NFC, yeah, so, I, guess I, I would. I would honestly say the AFC East more because I think the Patriots have been more competitive than the Commanders have. Patriots, yeah. I think, still have a positive uh, or above 500, actually. Yeah, they're at 500. Uh, I think they're like exactly. Six, yeah, six and six. six. Yeah. So they definitely got a- the AFC East, and then my second would be NFC East. Yeah, I mean, I would have. The commanders suck, though. So. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just two weeks ago, like the entire division was over 500. It's just been very competitive, very exciting. And then seeing them face one another has also been. They've been really great games. So yeah. it's interesting to see how they're going to end up the season. All four it, It's going to be tough for, you know, my Miami Dolphins because, you know, they got to go on the road. They got to go to Buffalo in December in the winter. Ooh. They still got to go to, you know, to, to New York to play the Jets uh, at New York. So that's going to be the only true, the only true New York team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. The only true <laughs> team, even though they're like eight hours away from the city. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Man, so I tell you what, this year football has been a stinker. It's just been kind of bad. I mean, I feel like in all sports, like look at look what's been happening in the World Cup. I mean, we'll we'll get to that later, but um, yeah, yeah everything. Holy shit, the Commanders are. Hold on, I'm sorry to cut you off. Commanders are seven and five. 
Oh, when did oh, that happen? They're in there, man. They're okay, in the mix. So then I, all right, the so mix. then I changed my mind. It's the NFC East the best. Yeah. Every, any one of those teams can come out on top. What? Don't I, sleep I on the Green Lizard. I haven't been following Commanders at all. Don't and sleep on the Green funny, Lizard. It's I'm... funny that Julian says that he hasn't been following the Commanders, but it's funny because every other week we talk about the Commanders pulling off an upset. Yeah. Some way, somehow, they're beating one of the top teams in the league for whatever reason. Yeah, I like Taylor Heineke. Heineke. Y'all, listen, I like Heineke, man. Heineke, I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's a decent quarter. If I had him on my team, I'd be like, okay, I got a decent. Maybe not a starter over my son, Tua, because I love him like a son. Maybe not a starter, but a good backup. He'd be a decent backup on the Miami Dolphins. He's a, he's a nice little player. It's crazy how both Eastern divisions are the best and both Southern divisions are the worst. Yeah. AFC South and NFC South. Uh, Especially the NFC South. NFC South. Oh, God. Uh, well, actually, yeah. I don't know. AFC South is just as bad. Now I think AFC South. I don't, know how the I don't know. I don't know how the Titans are seven and five. That's a miracle that they're even playing that well. Speaking of miracles, let's talk a little bit about fantasy. How we how we're doing in our league? We obviously <laughs> trade. We have a, we have a, JoJo's fantasy team. <laughs> we, we have a little league trade. You know, just us and a couple friends around. Uh, yeah. Well, us. And yeah, we got two, we have two leagues with the three of us in it. Yeah. yeah. So, so our main one that we have, uh, Jojo, I'll go to you. Uh, kind of how you been doing uh, as far as this week? Uh, you know, last time we talked a little bit about, about like uh, some of our favorite players. Um, how'd you fare uh, over the past weekend? Uh, Ooh, this late in the season, listen, I'll tell you right now, I had an amazing week last week. Thank God, I needed that. Uh, your boy's on a three-game win streak, right? Um, kind of nervous to share my record, but it's all good. I'm five and eight right now. You know, for those listening, but imagine three weeks ago I was two and eight. So your boys, your boys trending upwards. We over here. Um, Gabe, you actually just took <laughs> Gabe, you just took the fifth place spot for me. I think you have about 20 more points that separates us. We're both five and eight. So this week yeah. is going to be crucial heading into playoffs in the next few weeks. Uh, but like I mentioned before, my, my guy, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, on the Lions, top performer Man. this week, who dropped 34 yeah, points. That was terrible. On Julian's Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> who he terrible. said was going to be a high-scoring game, but it was only a high-scoring game for one team, and that was the Lions because Jacksonville did not put up any points in that game. But anyway, back I to my fantasy talk. We're going to get there. So he was my top scorer for the last two weeks. He had 27 the week before and then 34 bomb on the Jags. Um, and then your boy McCaffrey, like, you know, thank you. Gabe for trading him to me early on the season. Had a solid 28 for your boy over here. Um, overall, I dropped about 140 points in fantasy. Wow. What a week. What a week. Trey, I want to I get to you because uh, last week, you know, my best performers, obviously. I, 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 what I like to do when I uh, draft, I will talk about strategy. I don't know how you like to draft if you play fantasy. Uh, I like to do a combo. So I like to get a wide receiver, get a quarterback combo. So, like, right now on my team, I have, I have Tua because I love him like a son. And I have Tyreek Hill, which I traded from JoJo. And also, I have Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. So, And last week, they did very well for me. I got 30, 34 points from each, 34, 31 points from Jalen oh, Brown and yeah. A.J. Brown. So, yeah, Trey, like, when, when you're in a draft, like, what is your, like, favorite strategy? Do you have a strategy? Is there, like, is there any tips that you can give out there? Like, what, what is oh, your favorite? Man. You know, honestly, I've, I don't have too much to input uh, in this because I don't, I don't do fantasy football. Um, I've done fantasy, like, once for basketball, and I just – I'm just not dedicated enough to to 
like spend time in. I mean, listen, it's it's like having another job, right? Yeah, I mean, it is, man. Unless you get some fantasy, it'd be like two or three teams. I'm like, I, I can only do like one or two. I can do oh, one. Yeah. I will say, I, I will say, I think football is more fun because all the other sports, it's so many more games. It makes oh, that's it a little way too much. Baseball, it's literally ba- base baseball is a lot too. It's just it's too much versus like football is perfect for it because you have that once a week. You guys remember in Step Brothers when uh, when they ask uh, Dale what he does for a living? He's like, "Well, I manage a baseball team." They're like, "Oh, literally." Love <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that line, but uh, like now it makes it makes sense. It's like, yeah, that actually kind of is like a job. Yeah. So Julian, let, let's talk about your your side hustle because you get probably get like more teams than anybody here. You follow it more. <laughs> you're on the best. No, I only got the I only got the two leagues right now. Yeah. So Who, who's been your best performer uh, last couple weeks? Man, I don't know. I mean, all right, so my one team in our 10-man league, I'm in first place right now. I'm 10-2. and two. I had a probably oh, the best game. There we go. The best, the best game I probably ever had in fantasy. I dropped 165. Eh, not bad. They, it's not bad. Every, everybody, it was. I mean, I guess everybody bad. got over twenty. One hundred and sixty-five. I've never. That's, got not, that. I mean, that's nice. I mean, I've seen like yeah. one eighty. In, in a ten, in a ten-team league. I mean, I, I don't know how the numbers. If you're in an eight-team league, it's easier because because you're the obviously the more people, the more thin it gets. Um, and then I'm eight and five in the in our eight-man league, and I'm in third place. So. Honestly, man, on that in that league, that I've just been patching people together like left and right. I yeah. had Jimmy G, he got hurt. I picked him up last minute because Kyler Murray had a bye week. Um, but then in my other league, my big guy. I mean, I got Jalen Hurts, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Josh Jacobs. Like yeah. those four right there in a ten man league is just unfair. Like so, <laughs> if you had a weak spot, like what are you looking at? Because I, I can tell you on my teams, the weak spot I've had is running back. Obviously, I don't like to draft running backs high, and I've had a couple of injuries. Um, running back is definitely my my weakness. Uh, I had to pick up. I pick up four men, Dude. and I picked up Wilson from the Dolphins. Mine um, is tight end, and I never yeah. have tight end problems because I'm really quick to pick one up because there's very few tight ends out there who can actually yeah. produce. Yeah. So I picked Darren Waller up first, and I'm like, all right, that should be easy. I'm yeah. posting. He's been hurt almost the entire season. I actually pick up Ninjoku off the waiver wire, and he's been honestly really good. But then he's been constantly hurt, like missing like every other game or every like every other two games. I'm like, damn, he gets annoying. So I, at times I have three tight ends on my roster. And it's yeah. Just like, yeah. It's weird for them it's, because it's been so inconsistent. It feels like there's like two or three good tight ends, and then like everybody else is just like they're just you know. That's why I'm one week. On it's it. like off. It's like you know. Feast or famine. It's like one week, yeah. they'll, you know, they'll get a seventy yards. You can you can find a QB. You can find a running back. What's a good average point per week for for a tight end? Like you want him around the eight to ten range? I think so. Yeah, I think eight to if 10. he's getting like ten, like yeah, if he's getting like eight to ten, I guess it depends on the league. I, I mean, how yeah. big your league is. Obviously, I mean, scoring eight to ten. I mean, that's probably more of a possession receiver, right? Because if they're scoring touchdowns, like if you're yeah, Kelsey or you got you know, Waller, yeah, definitely a good pickup. You know, obviously Price. being hurt, but uh, you know, eight to ten. If you can get, you know, seven, eight, nine, that that I think that's pretty decent. But the thing is, like, like I said, it's feast or famine. It's like you can get a uh, some points one week and then nothing for a yeah. long time. Yo, I then- completely <laughs> agree. I have Kittle and it's hit or miss, right? Like we yeah. know he's a great player. That doesn't guarantee he's gonna get the ball consistency. Game, you know? yeah, yeah, like you know, you you got to look at you know 
the attempts they're throwing at him and all his targets, right? So yeah. you're getting three targets a game, you know, like, is that really going to be beneficial? But then he might go off for, like, two touchdowns randomly, you know, yeah. in another game, so he'll blow up. But, yeah. No. I'll tell you right now, drafting a quarterback high is useless. You don't need it. You can get quarterbacks strictly based off matchups. I Unless it's Tua. Unless nope, it's Tua. I won, our, I won our league last year. <laughs> with a quarterback carousel, and I won the whole thing, just purely off matchups. Running backs, you can do the same thing. Wide receivers, you can kind of do the same things, but sometimes wide receivers can get a little iffy depending on the quarterback. But, like, I've, I've always found, like, you need at least one stable wide receiver and a tight end. Everybody else you can get off the waiver wire and make moves. Yeah, man, I feel like running and backs a defense, definitely go high. And yeah. a defense. I think defense, I don't like always, the, I don't, I say defense for last, bro. Kickers and defense, that's like last. I'm not, like, I'm not all right. I'm not super quick on defense, but I'm relatively quick on defense because it can be kind of tough. Like, especially this year. There's been a lot of trash ass defense. The thing with defense is like you can get negative points. They can you know what I mean that can take away from your team. Like so sometimes I'll decide Which like I actually bro, haven't gone yet. Yeah, I, well, I, I it was rough for me in the beginning of the year. I had to pick up Dallas. Luckily Dallas was available and they've been playing very well. Well, man, I mean, I guess defense you can do a matchup game. You can switch out every week too. Yeah. So Julian, uh, you know, Jojo brought up, you know, talking about, you know, tight ends and, uh, it, you know, one thing I, I, I figure when I'm looking at receivers, like I consider tight ends, you know, receiving quarterback, like looking at possessions, right? Because if, you know, you want to look at who's a primary, right? You have wide receiver one, wide receiver two, maybe, you know, you know, a guy is going to eat, unless you have a tag team, like, like Miami Dolphins, you have Tyreek Hill, Jason <laughs> Waddle, uh, you know, but then, you know, you look at a tight end, you, I, I think, you know, Julian, I'll, I'll talk to you about your strategy. Like, you have to consider like not only the, the amount of targets, but like what number, like what rank are they in the higher? Are they getting like one, number two? So June, like how, how does that factor in? Like are you looking not just at targets, like individual target numbers? Are you looking at the team uh, in general? Looking at like looking how, at I, scheme, like how how they play the game. Like it, it's all about scheme. Like I I, I I picked up Ingram out of Jacksonville, and he's honestly been very consistent for me. He's been really clean, consistent. He's been kind of my third pickup and it's just knowing schemes. And a lot of times you can find those guys on those shitty teams because a lot of times it's garbage points. Yeah. Somebody's, yeah. somebody's got a catch ball. Yeah. yeah somebody's got thing, so. if you have the best player on the worst team, like, Hey, that, that could be a come up for and, you. And you know, I don't you know. put Gabe. It's been working out for Gabe with the Eagles, but I don't put my eggs in too many basket and one, but I don't put too many eggs in one basket. Yeah, it gets I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like having two of the same players on one team. Yeah. Cause you never know. I, who I've, been, get I've been, I've been, I've been burned players. by that before and I, I don't like doing it And every now and then I do it with Jalen hurts and Devonta Smith, but I haven't, I haven't even played Devonta Smith in a while though. I've, he's been on the bench. He's only been like out of bye weeks out there. All right, so let's get into it. Obviously, we're going to go uh, do what we do every week. Uh, let me get to my share screen. We're going to talk about the upcoming games for the weekend. I forget uh, what week we're in. Uh, week, week, it? week 13? 14. 14. We're flying. We're flying high. We're in week 14. Obviously, I think we talked about it a little bit later. We're recording this on Thursday, so tonight there's a game. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, the Raiders are at the Rams. Obviously, the Rams having difficulty, wow. lots of injuries. They're what three and nine? You said Julian earlier. They're Raiders what, uh, on a little win three streak and nine. Here. Now, man, Raiders the Raiders are on a three-game win streak. I believe it's crazy. Right. 
So let's get into it. Raiders, Raiders are five and seven. Rams. Raiders are the favorites minus six and a half. Uh, Julian, I'll go to you first. Julian, how do you feel about this game? Do the Raiders six yeah, and a half? The they, they score several more points. The disrespect to Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, nah, give me the Raiders. You got the Raiders? Oh, man. JoJo, I don't even like the Raiders at that point. Facts. That's a fact. Listen, Raiders on a win streak. I'm going to go with the hot team right now. Obviously, Rams, injury, you know, riddled. They got your boy, Baker. I don't know if he's going to be baking a lot in this game with touchdowns. So, give me the Raiders. Trey, do you feel like this is like – do you feel like the Rams actually have home field advantage? Because, you know, Las Vegas and L.A. is not that different. I think it's like a four-hour drive, right? It's like driving from Miami to – Orlando, uh, both trash So, uh, is it actually a home field advantage? Do you feel like the Rams? And you know what? Their their um their geography, their climates are very similar as well. One of them is like a complete desert. The other one has desertish climate. Um, no, I don't think a home field advantage is gonna be a huge factor in this. But I'm gonna go with the Raiders as well. Raiders. No, hold on, hold on. I just realized too. I don't. I completely drew a blank. This is going to be a Raiders home game. The Raiders' largest fan base Oakland. is actually in the yeah. LA. No, in the LA yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders. A- the Raiders have more fans in LA than they did in Oakland because wow. the Raiders played in LA forever, and that's why really? I always yeah. thought it was dumb. It was always dumb point. to me that the Raiders didn't go back to LA and the the Chargers did. That never made sense to me. Because uh, and when the Raiders played the Chargers earlier this year, I saw that game. That was literally a Raider something. Like Raider fans run deep in LA. That is going to be it. It makes no sense why they moved to Vegas. They should have moved. Uh, old heads too, like from the '80s and stuff. So those are like the diehard fans, you know, like the the OGs and stuff. They're they're the ones that that show up to those games. And those and, are- and even like Mexican culture is really big. Oh, huge! They love yeah. them some Raiders. They, they, those, those cholos love them Raiders. Though. Yeah, they they definitely do. As far as my pick, I think I'm gonna go. I think I got the Raiders winning, but I don't think they win by seven points or more. I think they, I think the LA Rams will cover the points. So I, I got the Raiders winning, but not by seven points or more. Uh, all right, let's go to Vikings at Detroit. Ow. Vikings mm. are. On the road, but somehow, why are the Lions favored? Is there some injury that I don't know about? Why are no, the, the Lions Lions are on a roll. They're really they're good. They're good, man. It's crazy because I've been shitting on them in the beginning of the season, like yo, like disrespecting them, and like that's ridiculous oh. of me because my boy and, is going off on them. <laughs> yo, give me give me Justin Jefferson, dude. Give me give me the fucking Vikings. Are you crazy? I mean, I know, you know, a lot of people talking about Kirk Cousins, you know, he doesn't in prime time, whatever. Are you talking about Captain Kirk? Man. Listen, give me the Vikings, dude. I, I believe in Justin Jefferson. Dude. I love him too much. Not like a son, not like Tua, but I do love him. Uh, give me the Vikings. <laughs> the Detroit the Detroit Lions can't stop a nosebleed. I mean, give yeah, me Detroit? the Minnesota. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, no, Minnesota. I said Minnesota. Jojo, who you got? Yo, listen, as much as I want Detroit to perform because I have St. Brown on that team, which I think he's going to have a big game, um, I don't believe in their defense against the Vikings. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Vikings on that one. Trey, do you have any dog in the fight? Mm, I mean, I, I – You know I, it's I, Yeah, I mean, I don't – I would say the Vikings. But what are their – what's their uh, ranking? Vikings rank? are 10-2. and two. Detroit's five and seven. Yeah, I mean that just makes sense to pick the Vikings, definitely. 
Uh, let's go. Let's now we can talk about uh, oh, the two in the room. Jets at the Bills. New York. Jets at the Bills. Jets. New York versus New Jersey. Right, Ten yeah, point it's dog. It's uh, pretty much Canada versus New Jersey. <clears throat> oh wow! <laughs> the tri-state matchup. <laughs> Bills are favored minus ten, so they have to score like 13, 12, 13, 14 points to win the bet. Uh, JoJo, I'll go to you first. Uh, how do you feel Listen, about this game? Ten points is a lot. With the accountability, or I should say lack of accountability going on in the Jets' locker room right now, there's no shot they're going into Buffalo and winning this game against Josh oh, Allen. The I, know, Mike I, know, I know Von Miller's out, and I know Buffalo has been slipping up these last few games, having closed games or losing these games. But it's the Jets we're talking about, and they're going eight hours north to Canada to play against the Buffalo Bills. It's not going to happen. <laughs> You think they're driving? <laughs> That's a 45-minute <laughs> flight. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, you Yo, think they're going to walk there or something? <laughs> Yo, Julian, how do you feel about they the points, man? They don't have to take the train like you, man. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about uh, the points, Julian? Ten points the is Jets. a lot, dude. I mean, the, Bill, the Bills win, but the Jets, the Jets' defense is something to worry about. Um, they're really good. It's and- a problem. Yeah, the give me the Jets with the points. I think the Bills win, but I'll take the Jets plus ten. Yeah, I think this is a fight for you know. Obviously, these two teams control their their future. I think obviously the Bills are coming in heavy favorites. It's honestly a little disrespectful. To be honest. Bills are playing at home. Is what's the weather like? I want to know what the weather like. Oh, but then in New York, they cold say, as hey, shit. Lord. That's what that's, no. that's what the weather is, Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Cold as shit. Remember last the last couple of weeks? They they like two weeks. Buffalo didn't play in Buffalo because they had like yeah, they a thunderstorm. Move. They had like a snow. It's like a thunderstorm, but like snow thunderstorm. It was kind of weird. So, you know what's crazy? I mean, I'm sorry to get a little off topic, but apparently that's just like a normal thing in Buffalo, and it has to do with the lake. Yeah. The yeah. side of the lake that they're on, they just get so much fucking snow. Um, ten and a half points is a lot. I think Buffalo wins, but I think the Jets cover. I think Jets are too good. Uh, like I said, Buffalo wins, but they don't win by more than ten points. I th- All right. I think, uh, I think the Jets, uh, yeah, they have some formidable defense. They won. They beat uh, the Bills. Uh, I think it was last month, November. I think they beat them by like, like three point. Wasn't it like what was the score? I think they beat them. Uh, look, it up. look it up. Yeah, it was. All three right. Point. So here's yeah. the weather. Oh, this is gonna 20, be brutal. 2017. 20 yeah, to 17. I'm gonna. I, I think the Bills are gonna win this, but it's probably. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game, like the last one was. This is gonna be some brutal weather. I just looked it up. It's gonna be. In the 30s, with a mix of rain and snow. That's Eey. disgusting. That is That's going disgusting. disgusting. It's going to be like 30. It's like it's a 31 wow. to 39. So like that that midway point where it's like some kind of snow but rain. Like yeah, oof. I would not want to be at that game. Could you imagine wow. that tailgate and what it's going to look like with Bills Hell no. jumping off cars onto tables? <laughs> it's, they're still going to do it. <laughs> still going to do it. The Bills are going to be praying for that sun that drowned them out when they played the Dolphins. They're going to be praying. They're whenever, bring back that sun. We need to melt the snow over here. <laughs> a lot of times whenever the AFC does play one another, the teams in the AFC, it's always one team wins one game, the other team wins the other. That's that's why I'm also feeling like the Bills are going to are going to take the edge in this uh, next game. I can see All that. Right. I can see that. Let's go to the next game. Ravens at Steelers. Obviously, this is a divisional rivalry. Ravens. Ooh, Man, Ravens no on the road. What are, no, no Lamar. Lamar's hurt. No uh, Lamar. Julian, do you know who they announced as a quarterback or the backup? 
Uh, I, I'm much looking as I now. do. You know, I forgot yeah. his name, but the backup is actually really good, and he plays almost exactly oh, like wait. Lamar Jackson. What's the name? That name sounds familiar. Hold on, Huntley. Tyler Huntley. Oh yeah, he yeah. was he was third string, or what? I remember RG three was the backup. Like I think Huntley. It was and wasn't he behind? I think I mean, he played decently. What I saw remember Huntley, I think he played decently. I'm not saying he's you know as good as Le- yeah. Lamar I mean, Jackson, give me. This is tough, but I think I'm gonna go with Ravens because I mean at least your backup has experience. Yeah. Um Pittsburgh has just been trash. You know what? I'm happy about it. So Wow. No more black Air Force energy from the from the Steelers. Yeah, man, it sucks. Unfortunately, Lamar is out, but overall as the better team, I still think the Ravens have the edge. Um they're pushing, man, they're pushing for a, a Super Bowl this year, right? Anything below that. It you know it's, it's unacceptable. Uh, hopefully Lamar heals. I don't know if it's time uh, for recovery, but I think they're still set up, man. I think the court their backup is prepped for this game. So give me the Ravens. Yeah, I, same I, system too. I think it's a no, a no brainer. I mean, one is first and the other is fourth. I mean, I feel like we're just thinking too much into this. I think obviously the Ravens are going to win this game. Hey man, if we're thinking like that, then you don't know Sunday football with these upsets. Because yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time. I mean, with Lamar, the thing is, I don't that that backup is a that backup is a wild card. I don't know. No, no the Ravens are a better team. I think they're gonna get this W. Yeah. All right, uh, I think we all got Raiders. You all got the Raiders. Uh, nope. I'm gonna go with the Steelers, man. See, I gotta separate myself. I'm going with the upset. Steelers at home. Actually, it's not an upset. It's actually. I mean, they're the favorites. Uh, Eight. By one and a half point, that's not a lot. So the, uh, I guess you know the really? the books have it closer than it should be. All right, so look, Eagles. If Lamar was playing, sorry to not move on yeah. real quick. If Lamar was playing, would the odds be different? I believe so. Hundred percent. Is that full health? Yes. I would. Was, I think it will swing. All right, let's go. Eagles at Giants. Obviously, we talked about uh, competitive. The NFC East is. Uh, Eagles are the favorites. Uh. Obviously, Eagles favors seven points, minus seven points. Eagles are the favorite on the road. I mean, seven points on the dot. I don't like those. I don't like on the dot seven points because that means they have to win by like nine or ten. You know what I mean? And, Otherwise, it's just gonna be a wash. But you know what? I believe I have Jalen Hurts. He's on my team. I told you I have AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts. I believe in the combo. I think they're getting hot. Give me the Eagles. Uh, ten. They won by ten points. Mm, I'll take the Giants. Wow. I think Eagles they're win. Frogs. I like Giant. Eagles win. I like Giants with the points. Bunch of frauds. Jojo, you got. Listen, I love this matchup and I love this division with the matches because you never know which way it's going to go. Um, Eagles might have the better record. Giants still pushing for the playoffs. Give me Giants at home on this one. They have something to prove, and it's a must win game for them if they want to You think still... they win? I got the Giants winning this game. Oh, game. I got the Eagles. Make some money with that plus 265. <laughs> I got the, I got the oh, Giants pulling the upset. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a great game. I think I think Philadelphia has got this. All right. Let's go Bengals. Uh, sorry, Browns at the Bengals. Obviously, Cleveland Browns have uh, uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson coming back week two. Back. Bengals uh, apparently have been playing well. You know, they beat a huge win over Kansas City last week, the other week. Kansas City. Uh, huge upset. So uh, give me the Bengals, man. Minus five at home. Minus five and a half. Uh, give me the Bengals. Uh, as productive as some of the offensive, uh, the Browns men, I honestly don't care, and I don't want. I don't want Watson. Give me the Bengals. Uh, I'll take the Bengals minus five and a half. Jojo, you got? 
Yep, staying with the Bengals. With the Bengals. All right, right. Hey, let's battle of Ohio. Yeah. All right, let's move it on. Let's go to Julian's Jacksonville Jaguars oh, are going against the Titans. He hates pick. Julian's hate the Titans, and this is his, their favorite at home, minus three and a half points. Mm-hmm. Julian, I'll go with you first. You, you get your first pick. How do you feel hey, about Did you game? scroll up? Did it? What happened? I thought I did it. Jacksonville Jaguars. Might just be, it might just be us. Oh man, you got oh. that. You got that McDonald's. No, he was he was, he was trying to avoid going first to pick. That's yeah, what he was trying to. He was trying to. Uh, so what is what is the spread? Uh, so Jacksonville on the road, they're uh, dogs, three and a half points, dogs at the Titans. Do you believe in oh, Jacksonville that much, Julian? Do you believe <laughs> He's in Jacksonville? He's his life right now. Give me Jags. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he always believed in the Jags, man. I told you. Listen, I no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, real, uh, like real quick, I, right. I've been wanting to bring this up for okay, all week. Let's go. I've been wanting to bring this up all weeks. Every time, no, 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 no. No, I, I just I said I took the points. No, I'll take the points. I mean, Titans three and a half. I don't know if they win, but I'll I'll take the three and a half points. I think I, I can see them losing by a field goal. I'll take yeah. the point. Also, oh. Ryan Tannehill has sucked. Um, Derrick Henry's been on a kind of a slump. So you stop Derrick Henry, you could win that game. Uh, Listen, you know who's the perfect team to play and, against? Oh, no, and, and, and real quick, and real the quick, the Titans are down to, like, their fifth string receivers. Like, there is, there's all their – Robert Woods, I think, is the only one that's coming back from injury. But uh, Troy Burt, he's, he's hurt. Or Corey Burt, I can't remember his name. He's hurt, and then a, I think even a couple guys below him are hurt. So they have, like, absolutely no weapons. So literally you stop him. You stop Derrick Henry, who's been in a slump. You you could possibly win that game. I'll take the three and a half. But every time you guys pick the Jags, they lose every single time. And that's why okay. I stopped picking them. Every, every time I've picked, every, every time I've picked, they win. But then when JoJo and Gabe hop on the wagon. Oh, no. <laughs> They lose. I'm done. And then they... I'm done picking them. I, try... I, don't, I don't even want. I don't want you guys to pick. You, you, I don't want you guys to pick. You guys, every time you guys pick. Listen, know. if this was week three, I would have picked the Jags, but no way. I'm gonna go Titans at home. Come on, Titans I'm up. Pick up. Home favorite. Home favorite. I mean, home favorite. I'm sorry, Jojo. Who you, you said you got? You guys had the Titans, right? Oh man, yeah. There's no going back, man. I'm sorry for the rest I'm of the sorry. season. We're I done. Just, just you're messing up my record, Julian. We're like done. I have a pretty good record, man. I'm good with that's upset. fine. That's <laughs> fine. That means I'm going to get an extra win. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm going with Titans. All right. Let's go to the next game. Texans at Cowboys. My uh, God. Easy. Seventeen Texas. minus seventeen and a half. Cowboys. Battle of Texas. I mean, I would pick Cowboys easily, but minus seventeen and a half is a lot of points. That's that's too many. That's too many. <sighs> Man, give me the Texans to cover. I mean, I got Cowboys winning, but Texans cover. That's a lot. Yeah, same. I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Real quick, can everybody else see it? Yeah. Yes, sir. So Cowboys at home favorites, 17 and a half, minus 17 and a half. Cowboys at home versus the Texans. Oh, man, yeah. Give me the Texans for the points. Cowboys win, obviously, but the points, yeah, it's too much. And the money line is plus eleven hundred. So if you even though Cowboys Texans, went absolutely ape shit last uh, yep. Sunday night, they went, they went off. Is anybody a, is anybody a Cowboys fan here? No, right? No, absolutely not. Thank God. Cowboys. No, we don't allow Cowboy fans on this show. Actually, and we unsubscribe. If, if people subscribe to us and they're they're Cowboys, we fans, tell we them to unsubscribe. unsubscribe. Yeah, we, 
<laughs> you don't follow comments. us. Don't follow <laughs> this page. No love here. Thank There's you. no love. <laughs> There's no love. You win a Super Bowl, <laughs> a few Super Bowls like 35 years ago, and it's America's team for the rest of eternity. <laughs> All right. Let's talk, about, let's talk about the next team. Kansas City, obviously a big loss. They're uh, road favorites, minus nine and a half. Kansas City Chiefs at Denver. They're at the mile high. Kansas City Chiefs. Minus nine and a half. Give me the Chiefs easy. I know Chiefs don't cover. That's their, that's wow, their thing. Easy. But, so you don't believe in Broncos? Broncos are defense. terrible. Come on. You don't Broncos believe in our terrible. defense? Oh, my God. Here, here's JoJo saying, oh, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm just a Russell Wilson fan. I'm not a Broncos Look, fan. as bad as ah. the Jags are, at least we're not the Broncos. Oh, Who, who's, worse, who's worse, Julian with the Jags or JoJo with the Broncos? Oh, it's Julian. Julian, because he's a long He's from Jacksonville, so. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Home. And, and, and head-to-head matchups in the last two seasons, Broncos are 2-0 and so against the Jags. So I'll take that. New season. Sally and then knowing that that's the case, JoJo? Listen, we went to the game together last year, and I was the only one there on his side with a Broncos hat, same with all the Jacksonville fans, and <laughs> celebrating. Every time we scored a touchdown from Teddy Bridgewater, we need to bring him back to save this team. Anyways... <laughs> With that being said, I'm going with the Chiefs because Broncos got no shot. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Chief Nation. Let's ride. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, Panthers at Seahawks. I think the Seahawks uh, Seahawks are minus four uh, favorites at home against the Panthers. Uh, give me Seahawks easy, man. They're too hot. They, they don't even have a quarterback over there in Carolina. Listen, I'm going to Seahawks, bro. No faith. What's it, who's it? PJ Tucker? That's his uh, name. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, he came from the AFL. Let me see. No faith. Uh, no, nah, yeah, give me the Seahawks. All right, let's move on to the next game. Let's go Bucks at 49ers. Uh, Bucks on the road. 49ers are home favorites, minus three and a half points. 49ers, give me the 49ers. They're hot right now. I think they're revving up. 49ers, easy. Nice. Do you listen again? Uh, minus three and a half. Uh, 49ers are the favorites against the Bucks at home. Yeah, they go Niners. Yeah, man. Tampa, I don't see Tom Brady. Tampa's not uh, good. Pulling out another, you know, last minute touchdown. Even he had two last week in the fourth quarter, which I, is amazing. But I don't, I don't know, man. Like, why are they always in that situation where he has to come in clutch? Why can't they just have that a good team? Lead? That team should be better than how they're playing. That's a that's another mystery team. Like, I don't. Hey, yo, Trey, it's not uh, so much of a mystery. Quick question: Does Brady retire this year? No, you know the tie. You think he comes another year? I mean, he might retire. He died on this hill. Back in the league, he's gonna announce his comeback a week and a half later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not gone for good. Now we, we're still gonna see some more Brady. I mean, he's he's the goat for a reason, right? He actually is. And it took me many years to admit that, but that guy's. Oh yeah, I understand insane. too. I'm a Peyton Manning fan. I yeah, maybe Peyton Manning fan too. Um, that guy's Dude, the goat. I- I'll never forget the moment that everybody switched on was that Falcons Super Bowl game. Yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. the moment. That was the moment where everybody was like, all right, it's no more debate. It's, it's just, yeah. it is what it is. And like then he won another ass. one after that. Yeah, yeah and then he won six. again. And then, um, and then just completely changing the game, just bouncing back like that, that was insane. Now, Trey, we, you know, we may disagree. I know you're a Jets fan. We may disagree. I'm a Dolphin. But we can't all agree that I'm finally happy that Tom Brady's not in the fucking conference whooping our ass. <laughs> I don't hate the Patriots that much anymore. I mean, I'm glad that they're you know at the bottom of the division, but I don't hate them. 
you know. I mean, I, I understand. I mean, I had to deal with Peyton Manning and the Colts for fucking <laughs> decade and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. yes, this is America healing. We can. I, I'm reaching across. I'm reaching across the aisle. I'm holding. Put your hand. Hold Everybody, your hand. put your hands up if you've been hurt. If you've been hurt, if put you've been your hurt hands by Tom up. Brady. <laughs> if Tom Brady has destroyed your dreams, now everyone reason. has to deal with Patrick Mahomes in that conference over there, yeah. which has been on top of the division for the That's last like five years. All right, let's go to the next game. This is actually Swiss a primetime game. Ooh. Dolphins going on the road to LA, LA Chargers. Uh, Dolphins on the road are minus three and a half favorites on the road in LA against the LA Chargers. Obviously, they switched to primetime. This is the, I think, the eight o'clock game. They switched it up. Uh, Jojo, I'll go to you. How do you feel about the Dolphins going on the road? Three and a half favorites. Hey, I can, I can definitely see them pulling off this win. Um, big comeback game for them. Our LA Chargers does not have defense capabilities in San Francisco, and that crowd is completely different over there in San Fran. Chargers have been struggling with injuries as well, man. They're, they're relying on Herbert way too much with what they have, and this guy can pull off five touchdowns a game, and they're still going to end up in a situation where they might win or lose, so. Really doesn't matter. Uh, I I got the Dolphins coming on top on this one. Julian, who you got on the road? Three and a half Dolphins on the road. Uh, I'll take the and, Dolphins. Uh, yeah, give me. Uh, I mean, I think the Chargers right now are just relying on Eckler. He's probably their most productive player right now. Uh, you know, Herbert's playing through injuries. Uh, give me the Dolphins on the road, man. I believe in Tua. I love him like a son. Uh, Trey, do you have any opinions on the Dolphins going on the road? There's your, your oh, Solomon. Uh, Dolphins, they're going to bounce back. They had a, a bad game last time. Uh, last week, but they're gonna they're gonna come out on top. But, All right, that's the eight o'clock game. Let's go to the other game: Monday Night Football, Patriots at Arizona. I think this is a Dookie Bowl, one of the worst. What is, what prime is time games have been trashed. Yeah. Wow. Patriots All prime time games. Yeah. Patriots are on the road, minus one and a half favorites. Patriots are on the road, going to Arizona. Uh, this is a Dookie Bowl. I honestly don't care. Give me the Patriots because they have a good I'm, I'm run go defense stop. I'm going to keep it simple. Uh, Julian, who do you got? Minus one and a half, Patriots on the road against Arizona. Me, Patriots. All right. Trey, do you have any opinions on Kyler Murray? Do you think he's playing too much Call of Duty? Face <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think the Cardinals are going to win this one. I think uh, he, he put the, the controller down, and uh, he's actually uh, paying attention. I think uh, Kyler Murray's going to have a good game. I, I'm going to go with the Cardinals for this one. Mm. All righty, that's it for this week. We see. Obviously, we'll we'll check in every week. I'm supposed to follow it. I have I have all the things. I just haven't done it. Yet. Uh, who so knows what our records are? Listen, all I know is I can feel it right here that I'm winning. That's it. Because you know, who last knows? time we checked, I was on top. So you know, <clears throat> number one uh, upset. Honestly, at here. this point, no we fans. might as well just save it for the end of the season. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's talk about real quick. Uh, Julian, you want to bring this topic up? XFL. I saw some stuff on Twitter going on. Obviously, Dwayne oh, yeah. Johnson in charge of the XFL. Um, I think I saw on Twitter that he put out some new uniforms. I don't want to do that yet because whatever we can talk about that later. But uh, I guess the XFL has some new experimental rules they're trying to do for the 2023 season. Um, what was his story, uh, and what what kind of interested you uh, to bring it up? So um, yeah, so we I mean we all know that like how XFL and NFL just reached an agreement. I think it was it last year. Um, about how XFL is going to be kind of this experimental league for the NFL. Um, and now we're starting to kind of see it come into fruition. Um, so they're going to keep kind of all those same rules that they did have before, but um, the 
I'll rattle it off to you guys and let me know what you guys think. And if you would like to see these in the NFL, um, a lot of it's relating to like the speed of the game and trying to make it like faster. So uh, let me see here. So, uh, all right. So the kickoff formation, uh, the kickoff formation puts the kicking team and the returning returning team five yards apart. No one except the kicker and the returner can move until the ball is caught or is on the ground for three seconds. The effort is to encourage returns and discourage touchbacks. The arrangement prompted XFL teams in 2020 to return 92% of kickoffs. The NFL rate this season is 39%. Wow. The XFL teams will also continue to get three options, all from scrimmage after scoring a touchdown. One-point attempt play from the two-yard line, a two-point play from the five, and a three-point play from the ten. Um, the XFL remains focused on producing a faster paced game than the NFL and hopes that the average game time will be less than three hours. It will continue using a dedicated on-field official whose only job is to spot the ball between plays and use a 35 second play clock to keep the game moving. Coaches will get one challenge per game to be used on any call and that, and any flag as they wish. In 2020, all reviews were initiated from the replay booth. No. Uh, all right, that's a lot to take in. So I think I think that's I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I, trying to see if there's another big one. I was trying. Yeah. To I think the one that stands out to me is kind of the three point play, right? Because obviously you score a touchdown, you get six points, and it's kind of crazy for an extra point that you can get three. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, I mean that's a, like a lot of points. Extra points would be like you know one or two. That that, that that seems okay. That seems reasonable. They get three points on a play. It's like it's almost as you're almost equaling it to the play. So I wonder like. What if uh, the defense gets the ball over? Do they get those three points, or do, do they score another touchdown? Like, you know what I mean, like uh, it, it seems a little bit high to score three points from the ten yard line. That seems like a, a bit much, but I mean, I guess we'll see how how it works out and how teams strategize it. Um, uh, Jojo, was there any rule that kind of stood out to you? Uh, yeah, um, what, what stood out to me, which I was going to ask um, more information about, that was the touchbacks. I know it's in the NFL. Like, there, there are so many touchbacks. Like, there's no incentive. What is the incentive to kick it to the opposing team and give them a chance to run it all the way downfield? So I, I feel like we've seen an increase in touchbacks. Um, so what was the rule regarding the touchbacks that you mentioned, Julian? All right. So this is what they had in the 2020 season. I, I don't know if, Gabe, you remember, you, Trey, if you guys remember. So basically, you have the kicker who's going to kick it off, and then you have the returner. Everybody yeah. else Stop. is yeah. – yeah, everybody else is on a line in the middle of the field, five yards apart from each. Was it five yards? Uh, yeah, five. five. Yeah, five, five yards. Yard, five yards. So they're right across from each other. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if you can visualize it. So you have, like, these guys here, and then you have the kicker and the, the returner here. And the idea is to – obviously, people are going to catch it a lot more because it's going to – the defenders won't be down the field. Like, yeah, the defenders won't be down the field. There's uh, more time to block. Yeah. And yeah. It'll be shorter. And it's also, they've proven that it's safer. It is. Because yeah. with players running downfield full speed on a 40-yard dash, essentially, and then knocking the returner, it makes it a lot safer. Because with being only five yards apart, you're immediately going to like go into like block. And then it also makes returns more uh, accessible and more entertaining and more likely to like go off and get a touchdown because you know if you're 
if you got your guys lined up right there, if you can get a gap, you slice that gap, you're pretty much gone. Yeah. So, the, uh, <laughs> the so yeah, I, I like it a lot. I think yeah. it's it's pretty. The thing I don't like that about being five yard difference is like they're so close already. Like the defense or the receiving team is already at a disadvantage, like because the, their guys are running backwards, right? They're, they're, like you're yeah, already at a disadvantage. Much, you're if to... someone passes you, it's a wrap. Like now you're chasing. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, I think from... this is the advantage to the receiving team. Because because the, the kicking team has always had the advantage. You yeah. control the play and the flow of the game. But they're separate. I think it was 15 yards, right? In the NFL is like 15 yards separated from the kick from the defense is the or the you know the on sideline. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not entirely – well, I mean, you have guys kind of scattered all around. Yeah. Versus here, you're just going to have a flat wall, but, essentially. But I'm say, what I'm saying is, in the XFL, it seems like it's closer. Five yards is a lot closer than what is, is in the NFL as far as the difference between the receiving team and the kicking team. I think there's more yards in between. So, I mean, we'll see. You, you know, Julian, you're assuming they're like – Oh, and okay. also, too, they – you guys are missing the point. Like, they can't move until, until the catcher catches it. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. So, okay. like, what happens a lot is, like, obviously the, they're running down before they even catch it. So, like, yeah. by the time they catch it, and yeah. then it's boom, let's go. Yeah, and these guys are going full speed already at you before you yeah. even touch the ball, so. Yeah, so that's what makes it a lot safer, too. So, Trey, that like. That just kind of turns to a running a running play almost. I'll shoot it to you, Trey. Like, how do you feel, like, about, like, the receiving, like, it being that close? Like, do you feel like. You know, obviously, do you, you feel like it makes it safer having that thing? Do you think that the defense immediately is going to go run, you know, catch uh, the kicking team immediately? Or do you think that puts them at a disadvantage because they have to run backwards? Like, how do you feel about that? I'm sorry. Uh, you said if it, because it's thinner? Yeah, I mean, because they're so close, right? Five yards is not that. 15 feet. Yeah, five yards is not. Yeah. Um, I think it puts them at a disadvantage. Yeah. The kicking the, team? I'm sorry. What was that? You cut off for a second. So you think the kicking team's at a disadvantage? Yeah, the kicking team is definitely at a disadvantage for sure. So yeah, I mean, sorry. I could go either way because if they split, right? So, um, you know, if they split through the defense, I mean, there's no one else back there to to block. You know what I mean? Like they they're already running by now. You know, the returning team defense has to run backwards to go chase them. Well, we'll take. Think about this, though, in consideration. Like, it is way easier to block somebody who's five yards in front of you than somebody who's 30 yards in front of you. Yeah. But then when now you have, now yards. they have 30 yards, that, that kick, that, uh, the guy on the kicking team, yeah. he can, he can oh. come like all kinds of different angles. Like, versus yeah. if somebody's right in front of you, a professional football player should be able to get a block off at least. It's a lot harder. Five yards. Yeah. A lot of the times on those kicking, on those returns, the guys on the kicking team, they might not even get touched. No. Versus so now, you're, you're, you're in a situation where you're going to get touched, like more than likely, unless the guy is terrible. Yeah. So it's, they, it's an easier doing, task to block doing this in the XFL. Like this, this is what they're doing right now. Yeah, this is what, this is what they did in yeah. 2020. Right, yeah, so I'm, gonna gonna have to, I'm gonna have to YouTube this and and, yeah. and see it firsthand um, to have a better like. Yeah. You never North watched. The, you didn't watch the 2020 season. It was it, no, right before COVID hit. Uh, they no. did it for a few weeks. It was kind of cool. They um, did some cool stuff. So I mean, I mean, we'll see like how you know how it fares out. I'm gonna have to see like eventually. Like I just want to see what the strategy of the teams do. Like uh, as far as the coaches. So uh, I'm actually really curious about the the, the two the the extra points are going to be really interesting. Right here, they say they anticipate most most coaches picking the two point option, unless math takes a decision. Yeah. Makes it yeah. for you. Um, I also really do like the idea of like only having 
one on-field official and relying solely on cameras because now you're going to – the game – obviously their goal is to get the game under three hours. So now you're talking about a lot faster game. And obviously they're experimenting with this because a lot of – I mean, Trey might know because you, you watch a lot of, like, world soccer, world football. Like, one of the biggest complaints from people, like, overseas is that NFL or, like, American football is way too slow. Too many breaks. It's slow. It's a, it's a huge complaint from people who are used to watching soccer, yeah. which is continuously running a game. Um, so to me, this screams like trying to reach out to that international audience and shrinking. Same thing with baseball, how they're trying to bring. Yeah. So speaking of soccer, let's transition over. Cause obviously we're talking about the world game. Also you know, in America, the NFL's making big news, but also we have a, you know, a world competition going on the world cup. Right. Uh, we've been watching it. I know Jojo's been watching it. You only watch a tray. You're, you're huge into uh, football. You know, in America football. we say soccer, but it's football. Uh, but let's talk about a little bit, uh, Trey, I'll go to you first, uh, kind of uh, your anticipation of the world cup. What do you thought overall uh, of it being Qatar um, and just talk about like, what, maybe what's your favorite team or what, what was the most uh, forward you're looking to as far as coming out the first group? Cause now we're in the quarterfinals, but, uh, Trey, uh, how's the World Cup going for you? Well, you know, I like that we did the transition from football to soccer because I think that the way that this season, there's been a lot of upsets and stuff. There's been so many upsets in the World Cup as well, uh, starting with, let's say, Saudi Arabia beating Argentina. That was, I mean, who expected that to happen, right? Or, uh, you know, Germany uh, getting hit. It was all one of the heavyweights, right? Yeah. Um, I would say that something really, uh, you know, Spain versus Costa Rica, seven, seven, no, that was, that was insane. But I mean, that was, I don't want to say expected because nobody expects a World Cup team to do that to another World Cup team, but it's just, it's been very exciting. Um, I've also really enjoyed seeing uh, Ronaldo kind of, t I mean, I really like Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, but seeing his uh, other teammates really step up to the plate. And you know, score some some really good goals. That's also been very interesting. It's just it's been a lot to take in. I know there's been a lot of controversy with this World Cup, but um, I've I've definitely enjoyed it up until this point. Do you have so, any? Uh, 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 I'm gonna say Trey. Gonna uh, do you have any favorites? Uh, any four looking to? Because now we're in the quarterfinals. Julian's triggered on something. Sorry, oh, because you hit Costa Rica. You said no, Costa Rica. I'm not, no, I'm not triggered on something. No, it's not. It's actually not that. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Gabe. Finish your question for uh for Trey well, real quick. I, I, I want to get Trey because he obviously I, I I don't follow soccer a lot, but Trey, this is you know one of your favorite <laughs> sports to follow. Um, so like uh you know going into the quarterfinals, obviously we're recording this on a Thursday. Uh, the next game is going to be on the ninth, Netherlands Argentina. Uh, then we got Croatia Ooh. Brazil, uh, on Saturday. Um, is there or sorry, that's the next two games. That's also on the same day. But uh, um, as far as going forward, now we're in quarterfinals. Are there any teams that you're looking forward to? Any favorites, or, or has your favorite been knocked out? Or well, what, what matchup France, do you want to see? France going into this, France was probably the team that I uh, that I wanted uh, to take. I wanted it to be back to. I wanted them to be back to back champions. Um, they got a a great team. They got a young team. Mbappe is awesome. I just I think he's a superstar right now. He solid, he solidified himself as a superstar uh, four years ago. And I feel like he's everything that France needs right now. And not only that, but he plays for PSG, so he's just France all over. Um, I think Brazil's going to win tomorrow. And I also think that the Netherlands is going to beat Argentina. Wow. Whoa. 
Wow. Hot you know, statement game. No, no, but listen, not surprised. I want everybody to act super surprised like Argentina didn't lose to Saudi Arabia like a week yeah. and a half ago. Okay, anything yeah. can happen in this World Cup. And we're yeah. talking about a team that, I mean, Netherlands has always been a formidable force. They went, to, they went to the final against uh, Spain, I think it was in 2010. So they've always been an awesome team. Um, I think anything can happen. I wouldn't be surprised if Argentina wins. I just think that the Netherlands is going to win. I could see that. Yeah, I, I could I could see that. Um, but I do also think Netherlands generation has been aged out. Obviously, you you no longer have Van Persie. Robin's gone. It's the players that you have are now aging. Memphis Depay is not even starting for Barcelona currently. Um, versus, this might be probably the best Argentina squad we've seen in, in a minute. Um, but I, like you said, I'm also not. I wouldn't be entirely surprised to see Netherlands win, but they. I don't think they should, and I don't necessarily think they will. But I wouldn't be shocked either. Um, I wouldn't be shocked think, either way. Yeah, I mean the the way the Netherlands. I mean that's the that's. I mean we saw it against the U.S. That's just the the game they play, and that the, they've been playing this World Cup has been like come at us, strong defensively, um, like Virgil Van Dyke and all those guys, like. They're strong defensively, and they can they can kill you on a counter, and not even like crazy fast counters like you see in some of these younger squads, like we saw with like the United States. Uh, Netherlands is Netherlands is a strong team, but I I, I can't I don't know if I could go against Argentina. That'd be tough for me. And then yeah, Brazil's gonna be, they're gonna dog walk them. Brazil is it's not even oh yeah. Between if, if Brazil can get Rafinha scoring, it's over. Like. <laughs> With what Richarlson has done and what Neymar back from injury, and then obviously Vinicius oh, yeah. Jr. is now getting into the net. Like that team is, and and probably the best best keeper in the the world right now. Like, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I'm sorry. Wait, he. Oh, what team does he? What is it again? Uh, no. What, what team does he uh, play for? The keeper EPL. Dude, you know what? I'm actually it, I think it is Liverpool, isn't it? Liverpool? Yeah, it is Liverpool. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, let's go to JoJo while he looks that up. JoJo, how, how has uh, the World Cup been going for you? Like, I know you've been watching. You've been watching a little bit closer. Um, uh, how do you like these matchups? Like, uh, Yeah, man. Yo, real quick, uh, shout out to Japan, bro. Yo, I, that's I, my I team, they're... man. They're eliminated, right? They lost that yeah. last game? The little engine yeah. that could, man. The little Dude. engine that could. Yo, that was awesome. Love seeing them yeah. out there, man. They're fast. They're energetic. Like they, Liverpool, they, by the way, Trey. They set the tone uh, beating Germany and, and getting out of the first round, which that, that's dope, man. Uh, moving forward with these powerhouse teams, you know, shout out to Trey. He actually kind of changed my mind on the Argentina uh, game, you know, speaking facts about the Netherlands. They're, they played well. They knocked out the USA. Um, granted, you know, the USA made it further than we expected as well. Uh, Brazil's the powerhouse, France the powerhouse. I'm excited for the quarterfinals. You know what's going to be? Actually, I'm sorry, the semifinals. If Argentina gets through, Brazil gets through, that's going to be the semifinal game. Now, if France pulls through, and who's the other top country? Uh, I think it's England. Portugal. It's England, France, England. and then it's Portugal, Morocco. Portugal. So if Portugal gets to move on, they're going to play France in the semis as well, which I think is going to be one for the books. 
So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for those four teams to make it to the semifinals, which I think is going to, it's going to shock the world. Everyone's going to stop what they're doing to watch both of those games. Yeah. And can I, and, and uh, I'm sorry, can I add something to that? I, I like the point that Jojo made. I really like uh shout out to Japan, shout out to South Korea and shout out to Morocco for defeating Spain. Are you kidding me? That was, yeah. that was yeah. big. Listen, and I know. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. Okay. No, yeah. Listen, and, uh, the, the, you said the little, um, Gabe, you said the little engine that could. So I'm proud of all these teams. They're, they're teams that, you know, it's not psychologically, it's probably not the best thing to know that in a few days you got to go up against one of these powerhouse teams and to, you know, stay composed and, and come out with the W. That's, that's respect, you know? So, um, it's really awesome to see for sure. Yeah. In regards to the Spain thing, like I, Spain's playing this old tiki taka like type of football that just it, it's not going to work in today's game. It's, <laughs> it's it's just it's not like this possession ball like passing back and forth doing nothing. Spain has no true striker. Like their attacking players are super weak. They have Fernand Torres who's literally a bum right now in Barcelona. And like the best the brightest stars that they're pointing to is Gavi and Pedri and they're not even like that great. Yeah, I mean, I think they're overrated. Busquets, he's washed right now. He's going to end up leaving Barcelona this summer. Um, that Spain team, you know who they did need? They needed a Sergio Ramos in there. Oh, my but, God, a, a strong defense? Yeah, they needed they needed a Ramos. I, you know, the I mean, manager that guy, over there. That guy's a stud, and he's you, – if you're – And if I you, get – If you're trying to score and Sergio Ramos is right in front of you, I mean, you're going to start thinking – a lot of things about what and he's playing he's playing week in and week out at PSG so i'm like i don't i don't know i mean i i saw spain on the writing on the wall um as a costa rica fan i was genuinely shocked by the 7 i was surprised by the 70 nothing like people ran with that game and was like oh like that what an amazing performance by spain like that was that game was just a wash you see those brazil lost 7-1 to germany in the semifinals in yeah. 2014 like shit just happens because then they go back and beat Japan, gave Japan's only loss out of that group, and then was leading against Germany. So, and then Spain then loses to Japan and then ties Germany as well. So I'm like, I knew Spain was going. But shout out to Morocco, the keeper in for Morocco. He won La Liga. He was the keeper of the year last year for La Liga. He's a stud. Obviously, you got um, Hakimi, who is this, uh, who's playing over at PSG. From Morocco. This is Morocco's like golden generation. This is like the best generation they've ever had. So awesome to see that fan base in that country make as far as they do, far as they did. Um, but Portugal is going to be a buzzsaw. I mean, just absolutely obliterating Switzerland um, with Ronaldo on the bench, which we could arguably say. And I want to get your take as a Ronaldo fan. Probably playing better with him coming off the bench as a super sub because. Man, that guy Ramos, he had one hell of a day. Pulled off the first hat trick in the World Cup. Awesome. And uh, and then France, man. Like you were saying, England, obviously, Eng I've been saying it. England is the Dallas Cowboys of world It ain't coming football. home. It ain't coming the home. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, are, they are the Dallas Cowboys of world football. They always think they're going to fucking win it all, but they never do. They're always lackluster. Um, and, yeah, France is a stud. Mbappe right now is in the golden boot race. And mind you, this is a France team without Paul Pogba. This is a France team without um, Koundé. 
and you're missing the Ballon d'Or winner, which is for Gabe and JoJo who don't know the MVP of the world. Yes. Yeah, Benzema. Benzema, Kareem Benzema out a week right before the World Cup because this World Cup is a sham and it's in the middle of a season, which is ridiculous. But he's out. Um, wow. But it didn't even look like they need him because Giroud, who is now the starting striker, he is a France legend. Um, he just passed uh, Thierry Reed as the most goals scored for a French for a French uh, player. So yeah, France is still good, Sorry. and they're and they're missing probably three of their best players. What was that you said, Antoine Griezmann? Oh yeah, and you got Griezmann, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean your front your front three is Griezmann, Dembele, uh, Mbop, and then you got Giroud, who's always been a stable force. I mean, could you imagine if Benzema was playing? Oh my, oh, God. my God! Like, yeah. and then and then Pogba behind. Oh, the, the, I like man. So, but either way, it's probably going to end up being a front. Um, uh, France Brazil final, but you know it'd be awesome if Argentina can pull off this win. You might have a third place matchup between Portugal and Argentina oh, to have a Ronaldo. No, I didn't even think of this game because I don't think Portugal is going to make it to the final. Argentina does have a shot at the final because Argentina did beat Brazil in the Copa, but I don't know. I'm really curious to see how that works out. But yeah, in El Clásico reunion, yeah. But right, I so do want to get your thoughts on the Ronaldo situation as a Ronaldo fan. Yeah, let's like see trade with Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo. Anything on Ronaldo? I'm so sorry, you're speeches. Uh, on Ronaldo. Uh, yeah, being released. Did he just get released? Oh, sorry. Oh, he's right in oh, the yeah, bench. He just got released. I think he just, uh, oh, well, that too. Yeah. Saudi Arabia or something like that, because they're offering him like three hundred and fifty million dollars or something. $200 million a year, which is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, something ridiculous like that. I mean, it's like, what do you do at that point? Are you just set for life, which he already is, and just, you know, collect the check? Or do you stay in top soccer and either stay in the Premier League or go to La Liga or you go back to Italian soccer? What do you do? He just has so many options right now. Um there was something that you guys said earlier that I wanted to add to, and I just can't remember what it was. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think... add. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Before I forget, um, Benzema, Kareem Benzema, did not participate in the last World Cup either because yeah. he wasn't called up. He had that sex tape. <laughs> he had that sex tape. Do you remember just, that? He's just taking Ws left and right. Just besides... <laughs> Besides being able to get into the World Cup. So, you know, these are his prime years. He just won Ballon d'Or. Um, and he wasn't able to be a part of the French team that won their second their second uh, championship, right? So their second World Cup. So that's very unfortunate for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really sucks because he, I definitely wanted him to be a part of the team this year. Gabe, sorry, what was your, what was your question? Oh, I was gonna say, oh, Ronaldo, you gotta take that money, man. You gotta support all your secret families, all these. Uh, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, see, okay, so with the Ronaldo thing, so I want to attack the Saudi Arabia thing, and then I want to mention the the bench thing. So the Saudi Arabia thing, to me, look, if it was me, or if you're like younger, yeah, fuck it, go for it. But like Ronaldo's made so much money, I think he's at a point where it's like, okay, yeah, you pay him two hundred million dollars a year. It's like, do you really want to go to Saudi Arabia? Do you really want to go there? 
Like, I mean, listen, the at, money talks. Like, hey, deep down, he dude, but he already has hundreds of millions. Like, it's but not then like then why it's not like he was making contract. Then why he hasn't? It's not. It's 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 rumored. It's rumored. All right. What it's I'm saying, like, if he signed, if he signed it, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't matter, be man. surprised, but I. But I also wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't go because I could see I could see a world where it's like, yeah, they're gonna pay me all that money, but like I, I have so much fucking money now. Like I rather I rather try to maybe push for like Champions League again. But more than likely, obviously, if he's getting calls from Saudi Arabia, no Champions League team really wants him. Um, to me, I mean, shit. If I was him, I would rather do the messy move and maybe come to America. But obviously, he has that whole sexual assault thing, so a lot of people are speculating that's why he might not come to MLS. But who knows? Um, but I don't know. I'm really curious to see how it shakes out because currently he's homeless. He has no team. Um, and then as for him coming off the bench, it looks like it might be the best option. Ever since, even at Man U, when he got off the bench, the team started playing better. So that's why I want to see what your thoughts were on that, Trey. Like, do you think he should be coming off the bench? I think that's the best case scenario. That's the best situation that they can be in. Uh, like I said earlier, I think him uh, giving the other players uh, an opportunity to, you know, because this is his last World Cup. He's 37 years old. So he's kind of, uh, well, what Portugal is doing, and he's kind of just opening the door for all the younger players. And he comes in when they absolutely need him. I think it's a great situation for both. On top of that, you don't want to risk him getting injured in one of these games when clearly the the, the Portuguese team has been able to uh, do really well without having him on the pitch throughout the entire game up until this point. Yeah, and I mean, and then his replacement comes in after because he played every game in the group stage. He started every game in the group stage, and then he gets. That's why a lot of people were shocked by him getting benched in the round of sixteen. But his replacement comes in and scores a hat trick. Like at yeah. twenty four years old, like it's it's a wild yeah. story. Gotta it's like, it. are you gonna pull the guy out who just hit a hat trick? Yeah, you're gonna take. Um, you're gonna pick out Joao Felix out. Like, I mean, no, like you're not gonna do that. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit. I want to talk about America, okay? Because this is America, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't catch me slipping though. Sports. Hey Trey, real quick, go ahead and turn on that light. We we're losing you in the darkness yeah. over here now. You guys yeah, much like, right, right by the door, you know. Much like Ronaldo's future is getting a little dark in the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jill, let's talk. Darkness right now. Where's the light what? at? Uh, turn around. Listen, can can we also say something really? Uh, this is something. That, Everybody that's going to be watching this, I'm about like ten feet away from JoJo right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's in the one protection. Room. Yeah. Literally, I hear him speaking from the other room, and then I hear it here on the on on the on the computer. Excuse me, where's where's the um? Turn around. <laughs> where's the light? Where's the light? <laughs> oh, look at that! There you go. There we go. That's you Ronaldo. Know, it was, it was better that. having you in the dark, actually. <laughs> Yo, is that Ronaldo? <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's talk a little bit about Team USA uh, real quick. Uh, I'll talk to the soccer guys because y'all, JoJo, obviously you've been watching. Um, how, what do you feel about, you know, their exit, obviously getting out of the group, but uh, uh, not getting to the quarterfinals? Do you feel like this is a smear on the USA? Do you feel like they accomplished something or is this a smear on the legacy of Team USA? Julian, no, I'll go to you. Oh, JoJo, I'll go to you. Not. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't smear on the legacy. Uh, we know we're not one of the top ranked teams in the country. We like Julian says statistically, right? We are, we were the youngest team in the world cup. Right. And to get out of the group stage, 
you know, with win, right? We had two draws and a win, right? Technically, they, they never even lost in that first round, right? So go against a heavy hitter like the Netherlands. Um, never even won. You know, <laughs> so, I, I mean, like, in four years, we'll see where we're going to be at, right? Like Julian was mentioned in the previous episode, right? We're doing a lot of better development here in the U.S. Uh, with all these programs and teams going on. And in four years, man, now you would say if they don't get in advanced to that next round, uh, when we start the eliminations, you can kind of judge like where are we at with USA soccer. Um, that's just my opinion on that. Uh, Julian, I go to you, Julian. How do you feel about Team USA's performance in this World Cup? Um, my biggest Greg Berhalter's a bum. He's he's an idiot. He has no his formations are terrible. His substitutions have been lackluster. Um, his call-ups have been trash. Uh, he has held back U.S. soccer. They, I don't know if they make – it's a miracle they made it as far as they did. I'll say this with the manager that they had, not because of the talent, but because of the manager. I think the manager is terrible. He needs to be fired and let go. If he's sticking around till 2026, say goodbye to any hopes of making it farther out of the group stage because he, he's a joke. Like, I mean, Greg – and he's he's been getting reamed like and i've been saying it for the past 2 years now since nations league and gold cup and world cup qualifying he he's been terrible like one <clears throat> us the starting jesus ferreira in that starting lineup was asinine to me blew my mind why he did that um you brought in no true striker your best striker in the in your pool plays for Union Berlin in the Champions League and has the most Champions League goals for any U.S.-based player, and he wasn't called up. And then even the – you should have uh, – Trey, I don't know if you saw the Netherlands coach. He he clapped back. He not, he didn't clap back, but he, like, uh, he called his ass out. He's like, we just played better than tactically. He said the U.S. didn't change their tactics going in that second half, and we won. Like – he was playing possession ball all day, all day long, and then all they kept on doing was the same moves. They kept on doing the same. They didn't change formations. They didn't change any tactics. They went in there, replaced the same sub. Like they didn't. Greg Berhalter doesn't know how to adapt to the game. He's just not ready at that level. Where do you put him in, com- like compared to Jurgen Klinsmann? <clears throat> I think Jurgen Klinsmann was better. You think I so? think Jurgen Klinsmann actually got brought the best players on the team. <clears throat> and I don't think Jurgen Klinsmann was great, but I also say like Greg Berhalter has way more talent at his at his hands than uh than uh Greg Berhalter. He had less talent and made it to the round of sixteen. No. I he got yeah. out of the group in twenty fourteen. Obviously you had to get rid of Klinsmann and everything. The whole federation was all messed up. Yeah, and that's the reason why they didn't qualify in 2018, which will always be. Uh, I'm never gonna forgive. Him. I'm never gonna forgive him for uh, not bringing back Landon Donovan in 2014. Yeah, that was tragic. Yeah, I mean that was stupid. But I mean, I will say as Greg Berhalter with that same squad, you wouldn't have gotten out there. I will say that, and you're incl- I'm not high on Jurgen Klinsmann, but they wouldn't have gotten out there. Yeah, I think specifically, I mean, Julian, you don't know more about the tax and stuff. I think in general, my, I, I'm, I'm, I can be grateful that they were able to, you know, get out the group. That's like, I think it is an accomplishment. 
for the U.S. Team USA to get out the group because that's like one of the biggest things. But obviously, coming in the group, England's the favorite. So you got to beat everybody else. Uh, you tie what you know what I mean. You draw Wales. You draw. Um, I forget. They only beat uh, Iran, right? Uh, they draw. Uh, yeah, you draw England. Zero zero. Which is like I said, it's impressive. That's nice. But that was a win. That was a win. That draw was a win. You know. Yeah. You expect to get blown out, but still, they don't have any firepower, right? Their best score, you know, Pulisic is their best score. And you know, as good as he is, and as you know, uh, prospective and as much potential as he has, you need you need still more firepower. Yeah, you, you need more more firepower. You need to put more pressure. You know, you can argue, okay, um, America, uh, the USA played great defense, but not. I don't want to say disappointing. It's just kind of like uh, you got out the group, an accomplishment, but no, I don't. I, I wasn't expecting them to do any much more than that. You know, we saw. No, yeah. Uh, Honestly, I think the defense was probably the brighter spot of this uh, team um, and what they did. I mean, not dropping a goal to England is actually really impressive to me, especially with that duo in the back with Zimmerman. And, I mean, and then Wales, they the only score they got was off of a a Gareth Bale penalty. So they didn't let a – did uh, and then – I mean, they didn't let a goal in at all in the run of play in the group stage, which, I mean, is pretty impressive. So, I don't know. And then I think the biggest – problem that USA also has is the depth isn't there. Their starting 11 is really good. But once you start looking at that bench, you're like, God damn, that's yeah. good. Like, like that, and USA, hopefully in the next four years can develop that bench and have those subs. Um, but what I saw a lot in this world cup is they have a great first half and then their second half is terrible. And then they have, or they have a bad first half. And then a, a good second half. They can't put a complete game together. Facts. No. Can't score. They can't well, score. Hopefully in four years, USA gets there, you know. Hey, but ne- next year we together, got the women. We got the women's next year. Hosting out here in Miami. Yeah. Looking forward to be that. In Canada, uh, USA. I think in Mexico as well, right? They're playing in three three spots. Canada, USA, yeah. Mexico. Yeah. It'll probably be LA, Miami at least, right? And then the, the cities are already there. It's a lot. It's like 16 yeah. cities. Yeah. Jojo, you're gonna be the one in Miami. Oh, it's, for it's sure. Probably be a group down here. Yeah, man. If I don't have to, you know, sell my car to afford those tickets, I'd definitely be in there. So I don't think I, World Cup see. tickets are that crazy. I just want to make sure what city I don't. I don't want to run into you at the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> just look for the big beard, the big bushy. Beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm gonna be looking out for. Yeah, the James Harden. You, you might smell actually it, be on the field during the World Cup, so you, you know you never know. They need a striker. Distributing yeah, water to all the players. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Canada's got three, Mexico's got two, and I think USA's got twelve. Yeah. Wow. So uh, we'll see again. We'll see in four years, but next year we'll have the women's who probably have more higher expectations because they're a bunch of winners and they deserve. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm excited about the women's for sure. All right, let's end it uh, with some MLB free agency. Obviously, we have here some hateration, holleration in this desery. My man JoJo, staunch New York fan, Trey from New York, New York fan, I, I assume. And then my man Julian just literally got up, put on the Red Sox jersey. We can finally talk about it. Talk about oh, it. Hello. I didn't do that. Uh. I came with this on, and JoJo <laughs> got so butthurt and almost cried. He had to go over there and I grab his Yankees jersey. You guys only saying is, I know a bandwagon when I see one, right? He he goes to the thrift shop. He probably found it there. 
they pretty much gave it to him for free because I don't understand who would spend money on that jersey he's wearing. Anywho, right now, everybody, I'm going to need you to take a stand because all rise, you know, all rise, all disrespect, all <laughs> rise for the judge, record-breaking contract, Yankees. Like how JoJo team. stands up and you still see his face. Stood up. He got shorter when he stood up. <laughs> Aaron, Judge, Aaron Judge, nine-year, $360 million contract. He bet on himself in the beginning of the season when the Yankees offered him 200 mil. Would you guys ever turn down 200 mil and simply just say no? Maybe Ronaldo. Uh, yes. Cristiano, maybe. <laughs> Ridiculous. So he bet on himself, MVP season, we all know that, uh, broke the home run record, home run king, 360 yeah. mil. He is going to retire a Yankee because that contract will end when he is 41 years old. Right now, name the man captain. That's all we need. Next thing after that, fuck the Astros, beat the Astros, and we're going to be on our way to a World Series. But uh, He was going to be 39 when – what, he's 31 right now? What, is 32? I thought he was, he'd be 39 by the end of his uh... – his contract. Hey, may, maybe you're right, but he's going to retire as a Yankee regardless. Yeah. So. And listen, dumb. I was tired of the disrespect. You know, he needed his money and he needed to stay in New York. So I'm glad he's uh, he got the money and, and we keep him in, in the Bronx. That's a fact. That's a fact. Jojo, did you believe any of the rumors? Because, you know, there's a lot of talk like, oh, he might go to L.A. And then I heard somehow the Giants were in the in – the, and then I heard the Mets. Did you believe any of the rumors at the time? Like, did you yeah. think that he was going to leave? No. Mets? So, honestly, uh, the rumor was true with San Francisco. So, he's from that area. That's his hometown. And the Giants put up a big offer. And that's what made the Yankees be like, all right, all right, all right. we're going to stop playing games here. Giants really put up a serious offer, and they realized they are about to lose Judge. Um, and Judge was considering going back to San Francisco. So we would have saw um, Aaron Judge in a San Francisco uniform if, <laughs> you know, the Yankees didn't pay him that price. Uh, the Mets, I'm not sure. Yale's are rumors, um, but they did sign Verlander to a big contract. So who knows if they could even afford Aaron Judge at that point. And L.A., I don't think that would have worked out. They already have too many contracts going on uh, with some heavy hitters as well over there, which I know they're unlimited you know, with the money as well, just like the Yankees, you know, the West Coast. Yankees. No, you know, LA, you know who LA's waiting for. It's next year. Who are they waiting and for? You know who they're waiting for. And you want to try to get that other man in LA contracts up next year. I guess we're all just waiting here in suspense. We're just waiting. I don't know. Okay. The <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were a baseball fan. Otani, he's up next year. Otani, oh, that's nah. right. I mean, I don't think Otani's gonna leave. Well, Otani just resigned with the with the Angels. No. no, he's he's up next year. Didn't he resign? From, Let me look from, up the contracts. I literally just watched something recently that said that he was up next year. So I'm looking at uh, his contract right now. I'm on SportTrack.com. That's where you go. Uh, Thirty million uh, for 2023, but he'll be an unrestricted free agent 2024. That'd be 2024. Uh, 2024. Next year, he's on his he's last up. year. Got it. That's you want to talk about that's going to be a badass call. It's up for your fire, so people are going to be. Yo, hey, listen, yo, Yankees, right now, get your money together, all right? Because yeah. we need this guy, all right? Back it up, <laughs> I, I can see him. Go, I think the Dodgers are waiting for him. I can see that. I, I, I think. Send him think, right up the road. I think culturally, like, I think he'll stay on, on, on the West Coast. I think, uh, you know, if he doesn't, I mean, I he's kind of fucking. 
this wouldn't be the first time the Yankees acquire a star Japanese pitcher because we had uh, Masahiro Tanaka, yeah. you know, on our yeah. side. We, we gave him the highest paid contract for a pitcher coming out of Japan. So, I mean, they, they'll, they'll be ready. They'll have the money for it as well. So I could see it going both ways, but that's a good call out for Julian. Anyways, back to the Aaron Judge. We got him back here. I rest my case. That's it. Let me let me just say one thing. You know that if uh, the news would have came out that he was headed to San Francisco, this gentleman right here would not be wearing a New York jersey. He would be wearing a San Francisco Giants jersey. You're like, oh, I'm not a Yankees fan. I'm a, I'm yeah. a Georgia fan. Do I also, I'm not a Lakers also, fan. I don't, I don't like the Lakers. I like forgot. LeBron. Yeah, I also, like you LeBron. forgot that um... – <laughs> I'm not a Broncos fan. I like Russell Wilson. Oh. <laughs> I Russell. like Peyton Manning. I like him. <laughs> Listen, Julian in the last three episodes has wore four different baseball jerseys between dude, the Marlins, I, I just fuck the around, Sox, Montreal. One, this man hold on. First has off, no baseball I don't identity. have a Cubs jersey. I have a Montreal hat because it was pretty cool, and I have a Cubs hat. All right. And I, all honestly, right. this is probably my oldest jersey I've ever had. I've had this forever. This is really because my family's from Massachusetts, so my entire family's all big Red Sox fans. Um, mm. So I have, I have I have strong ties to that's to unfortunate. Boston. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. really, <laughs> really. What, what was that? Knicks fans? What was oh, that Knicks fans? Wow. <laughs> what was that Knicks wow. fans? I don't, I don't see a Knicks fan. And, and, and Jojo? <laughs> Jojo? <laughs> what was that Knicks fans? Listen, I'm from Brooklyn. All right, so we Brooklyn. we have our own team. Jojo, you're from Brooklyn, and your only New York team is the Yankees. What the fuck's up with that? Listen, real funny with Julian. He has family in New England. He has family in Boston. He's from Jacksonville. He loves Chicago. How many teams and <laughs> cities do you represent? Those are my one. teams. Choose Those a side. Teams. Choose a fighter. Choose a fighter. <laughs> That's not my team. <laughs> All right. Those aren't my teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, Trey, uh, let the people know. I mean, thank you for you know, thank you for coming on. You know, obviously you came on. You gave us a lot of you know soccer talk. You know, I can't talk a lot. Of soccer. You and Julian go off. I gotta let you talk. But uh, hey, let the people know uh, what's up with you. If, uh, if you have any socials or uh, anything yeah, that's going on actually, with you. So I'm actually down here in Miami right now because we had uh, the premiere of a film that I made. I'm also a, a producer, director, screenwriter of. Of, of films we had uh the premiere last night of my first feature film it's called san pablo um julian seen it jojo has seen it and i i think they really like the film i really love the film i'm i'm just totally in love with this film and i just want everybody to see it um we've done a premiere in new york we've done a premiere in colombia where we filmed it we've also done a premiere uh in west palm beach and now in miami and i'm just really excited about having just sharing the movie with everybody, having everybody watch it because I know that they're gonna love it when they do see it. Yeah, uh, you have it? any plans? You have any plans for streaming afterwards? Uh, yeah, that would be after, but I definitely want to do the the theater circuit first. I want to do the okay. theatrical run. Gotcha. Um, I'm still really new to a lot of this, but I've learned everything along the way, and I think it's worked out pretty well up until this point. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm sorry. What was your question, Dave? I was going to say, oh, so uh, tell the people the name of the uh, of your film again and where they can find it or where they can find you. Specifically. The, the movie is called San Pablo. Uh, yeah, San Pablo, It um, we filmed it in Colombia. And if you all want to know more information about the film, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Travian. 
That is T R E V I A N or uh, Travian five six one on Facebook. I post all the updates when it comes to everything San Paolo on one of those two pages. All right, man. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. We, what, what I don't appreciate is you come dressed nicely. Okay, you got the slickest jacket. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm wearing my <laughs> Miami shirt. But we appreciate you uh, coming on here. And uh, uh, Thank you for having me, guys. I had a blast with you all. And that'll be it for this week's Real Fans Podcast. Every week we're to come with all the sports, NFL, football, MLB, whatever's going on, UFC, World Cup. We'll come back next week with more of that stuff. Julian, where can they find the podcast? Anywhere you get your podcasts, we're available on all audio platforms as well as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere. You know where to find us. Real right, fast podcast. Yeah. Let's get it. You can also find <laughs> us in all of Julian's major cities. So Chicago, Boston, <laughs> Jacksonville, and whatever other cities he claims, that's a wrap, guys. I'm not Thank claiming you those cities. <laughs> all right, man. We'll be here next week. Real fans podcast. We appreciate all the downloads and subscriptions. Next week, we'll be right here. Peace. Like, comment, share. Let's get it.